Cowboy. Holder, what's good? Ernesto, shout out to Ernesto. Derek Thomas, what's good with your fam? Tony Gambino in the house, what's good with you, Chief? Appreciate you. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. We lost. Huh. Never feel good when you lose, Cowboy Nation, I must say. Shout out to you, Billy. Shout out to you, Cindy. Yeah. Play like crap tonight. We did. Hope y'all read up on your libations and all that good stuff. Yeah. Vincent, what's good? Shout out to you. Yeah. Thornton, what's good with you, fam? All right, Cowboy Nation. <clears throat> a loss is a loss is a loss. No matter how you look at it, the Dallas Cowboys laid an egg uh, today. Uh, the game wasn't competitive or, or we didn't compete enough to end up with the win column or the W in the win column. Uh, the, we did get some yards at the garbage time of the I- issue, and uh, that's pretty cool. You know, we got some yards, you see. Uh, it's going to look good on the stats report. A win would have been better, but <clears throat> we're suffering the defeat, and we're below 500, although we're number one in our division, which is crazy in a sense. But <clears throat> shout-out to J.R. Laws, man. Shout-out to the Laws. Perez, shout-out to you, man, that's on the uh, the Facebook groove, man. Really appreciate you. Uh, and shout-out to Arkansas Cowboys again. And um, and uh, who's, who's this? Kiara, really appreciate you, and we do. Yeah, so <clears> – <throat> To me personally, that first series, that first drive, it looked like Jarwin was a, a staple piece for this offense. It looked like he was punished from that first series, and they bring in or well, they brought in old reliable, and he played majority of the snaps from there. So to me personally, shout out to you, Ron Smith, for holding it down, man. Joining the nation and help growing this thing with the membership, man. Silver Elite. So Ron Smith is an elite. So he get a special logo. He get the star badge right beside his name. Shout out to you, Ron. Really appreciate you. Uh, Jig was like, hey, fire Jason Gary right now. How do we fix this? Well, only way we can fix this is just remove all of this. It's just like cancer. You can't just move a piece of it and think that everything is going to be okay. You got to remove it all. And I think that it had already spread it. We didn't already pointed fingers. First, it was Callahan fault, right? So he moved to the Washington Redskins. And then all of a sudden, it went from Callahan to Scott Lenahan. And then it's Lenahan fault. So he gone. He's not even picked up from any team. I don't think a high school or a peewee school then picked him up, or peewee league, I meant to say. So it's everybody pointing the finger, but the reality of it is that we have a common denominator. And I think that Troy Aikman pointed this out. And this common denominator beyond Jason Garrett is Jerry Jones and, and the Jerry Jones family. You see, they, they, they just sully this Dallas Cowboys organization. Remember, a third of us or most of us was Cowboys fans before they bought this team. And this is not the presence and the temperament and the, uh, and, the, and, the, and the good thing of what we want to see from the Dallas Cowboys, especially representing the silver and blue. Now, we can be PC and say, well, you know, these last two games wasn't really solely on Jason Gary's fault. But I can really tell you that the, the situational football, we kept three timeouts in the first half. And you mean to tell me that you didn't want to call timeout after Ezekiel Elliott did that big run? And you refused to call timeout? What you holding them for? That's, that's equivalent to what this team been doing with Jason Witten and Sean Lee. They hold on to players. They coddle their players. You should have burnt that timeout. You would have had more energy for Ezekiel Elliott. And with Ezekiel Elliott, then you could have put him out there opposed to a Jamez Olawale. D. 
didn't never turn his head around for the ball. Matter of fact, he was running out there better than most other defensive backs. He do the same thing. They don't turn around for the ball. Shout out to you, Ron Smith, man. Really appreciate you, man, for making a donation to help grow this thing. We need to cut Meyer right now. <laughs> Everything we need to know about the Dallas Cowboys, and I hate to be negative. You guys know I hate doing this. I do. I really do. Everything we need to know about Mayher and this Dallas Cowboys organization is what we did on that final drive. We went for the field goal opposed to just pushing that ball and trying to score. Everything was cosmetic at this point. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to you, man. Uh, Law, get into that Jerry Jones control this thing. Yeah. Gambino. Yes, you're right. But no Garrett love from the puppet, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. Paul, really appreciate you. Marinelli needs to go. Oh, my goodness. We saw a series of horrible defenses out there. Marinelli needs to go. Mm-hmm. What team has two defensive coordinators? Mm-hmm. Man, you said what I said earlier. I made a post and I said, hey, you can't worship two masters. You can't have too many chiefs. and not a- You can't have too many chiefs out there. And a few Indians. You can't do that. You can't because what will happen collectively, Cowboy Nation, is that you will have people that will really sully, you see what I'm saying, what one coach is saying and denigrate the other. You see, you need to have one voice as it relates to defense, especially as it relates to philosophy. This would be a different story if Rob Marinelli had flus back there because they come from the same cloth per se. They both believe in the cover two scheme and system. But one is the traditional cover three and the other is a cover two. Those twist stunts, we're not creating pressure with the front four and we're dropping our defensive backs and our cornerbacks so far out there. For crying out loud, we had 54 dropping back. You might as well put a safety by his stat sheet today because he plays safety half of the time. And knowing that he's not that great out there in coverage. Yes, he can trail a guy. Yes, he's athletic in a sense. But 54, I'm not going to say his name. Yeah, yeah, he did some plays. Yeah, he picked up a fumble. Yeah, cool. What, you want a cookie? Hmm? The philosophy of this defense will fail us each and every time. Last I checked, I think that Rob Marinelli failed when he was coaching somewhere in Detroit, right? Did he fail when he was coaching at the uh, Chicago's for those spells? Huh. That's the reality of it. Let me tune in to 105.3 to Fran. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to your holder. Really appreciate you. Jermaine in this thing holding it down. Underwood. Really appreciate you holding it down like five million pounds over there on my Facebook. Don't forget to share this content on my Facebook. Appreciate Paul dropping all type of dollars. Let the AI speak. AI speak for us. When a coaching staff gets old and unproductive, it's time to go. Yes, it's time to go. Yes, Ram 37, Cowboys 16, Enzo, man, O'Donner. Man, we appreciate you, man. Let me see what they're talking about on 105.3, the fan. I really appreciate you all. Thank you. Thank you all for supporting this thing. Let's see what they're talking Football about. League. There's adversity waiting for you every time the ball snapped. The guy across from him is I'm a really good player. Group. I'm tired and, of And, uh, you know, at different times in this game, I thought we did a good job executing, moving the ball, making stops, whatever. Uh, and then at different times we didn't. And, uh you know, we, we have to do a better job when they have some success. Stop it. Okay. Come back to our execution. Somehow, some way, make a stop, get off the field. Somehow, some way, make a play, keep the drive alive. We didn't do that consistently well enough tonight. On defense that's been around and played a lot of uh, football for you guys, is it surprising that they're taking themselves out of gap responsibilities or missing tackles right. or, or trying to do too much and trying to do everything? 
Yeah, again, it goes back to that. Uh, you just have to make sure that you're disciplined down in and down out. Uh, any style of defense that you play, it's critical uh, that you understand what your role and responsibility is and you do it. And, uh, and oftentimes, you know, some guys want to go make a play. I'm going to go, I'm going to go sack the quarterback. I'm going to go make a play on this run. And, and that gets you out of your gap. And ultimately, that's what hurts you. So we just simply have to do a better job of that on a consistent basis throughout the game. Thanks, guys. All right. Good to see you guys. Law, we're a There's Jason Garrett. Defense the Dallas Cowboys. Trubisky look like a hybrid Jackson. We're undisciplined, have no fire and no urgency. I am done fourth season. Yeah, it's not the coaching, game plan. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, while I was live broadcasting the game, I was talking a little bit about, man, boy, we glad we don't have Baltimore on our schedule because I guarantee you Baltimore will hang 60 on us. Uh, they would probably hang more than that. And I'm just under putting money on the board with them. They put up 55 against the uh, against the Dolphins. I think they can put up at least 60 on us, especially how we made Driscoll a couple of weeks ago look like he was Lamar Driscoll. We made Josh Allen looking like hell. He was Steve Young mixed with Driscoll slash uh, Lamar, you see. And now we made this guy, Mitch Trubisky, running all over everywhere, you see. It's crazy. 9741. They're on commercial break. Somebody that's in the chat that's listening to 105, let me know when they're back live like 95. Shout out to you, Dojo. Really appreciate you. Uh, Tasha, really appreciate you for tuning in on the Facebook groove. Uh, Chad, you're a sharer. Really appreciate you. Thank you for sharing this content. So many missed tackles. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about that. Uh, I pulled up this chart earlier um, of uh, the defense or what have you that we so love, right? The cover two. And when you look at this particular defense, I don't have a course or so, so I can show you, but if you can see that M, that stands for the mic. We dropped that mic so many times in this game and gave everything on the underneath. It was so crazy. And you see the W, that's the wheel or the weak side, and you see the Sam. You see those numbers there on that chart. We did that so many times, especially. This is cover two base defense, basically. And you see the E, he twist in, uh, where the Y, and that's normally where the tight end is located at. He run those Y routes, right? You see what I'm saying? But what happened out of these plays and so many formations, we see us get eight up so many times in the flats and in the vertical routes. I kid you not, there was really no comeback route, and I think it was one maybe fade route out to the edge, but Trubisky don't throw those balls well. All he did was a vertical route, ran the ball, and pass it to the flats. And if you look up and if you Google how to defeat the cover two defense, because most high schools and middle schools will run this particular defense, this is pretty much a high schooler's defense, you won't win consistently with this particular defense. Dropping everybody back, giving them the underneath, saying that, okay, we bend but don't break. But what they what they fail to realize, when they get into the money zone, green zone, we all of a sudden can't tackle and they run that rock in. Hmm? Let me know where the lies are at, Cowboy Nation. Let me know where I lied at. When you guys look at that chart right there. Shout out to you, Chad, man. Really appreciate you again. Uh, thank you for showing the love and adulations on there. And uh, also you, Dave, really appreciate you. That cover two defense, we got to destroy it. We got to stop it. We do. We don't have the personnel on the front four to create pressure. D-Law, even though he's getting triple and double team all the time, he don't have the enough uh, – uh, he don't create enough pressure. What really killed us was that, that play. It was third and nine, and he jumped offside. 
then all of a sudden it was three and four. You can drop a lot of plays off of three and four. Momentum shifting. Hmm? The problem with the Dallas is Dak. Trust me, this is from uh, Rizzle. I mean, we can look at it. But here's the thing, uh, Looney uh, Rizzle. We saw the same issues before Dak ever threw on Silver and Blue. Let me know if I'm lying. We saw games just like this before Dak Prescott threw on the four. You see? <laughs> so I would agree with you, Looney, but the only problem is is that I've seen games like this before. Before Dak Prescott even thought about going to college. That's how crazy this thing is. We see with our natural eyes this particular team playing the way they are playing right now before Dak Prescott even thought about going to Mississippi State. Hmm. His bomber was still alive, probably going through the same exact things as it relates to being frustrated and upset by the Dallas Cowboys. And we wish that we can hear her right now crying about these Dallas Cowboys because we are seeing the exact same issues going on over and over again. And what we do collectively, Cowboy Nation, we isolate it and say, oh, it's Dak Prescott. Or we isolate it and say, oh, it's Tony Romo. We isolate it and say, hey, it's the running back issue. Or we isolate it and say it's T.O. fault. Or if Patrick Creighton wouldn't have dropped the ball in 2007, we would have won the Super Bowl for crying out loud. But when you go back and if you understand if you know Super Bowls and if you know how teams win the Super Bowl, it's not just that one play because if you go back, I challenge everybody and anybody. The time when he dropped that pass, it was in the third quarter. <laughs> third quarter, believe it or not. Go back and watch the tape. I know a lot of people not, but they're going to pull on a narrative and they're going to continue. And I know that that's under the way Phillips administration, but they're going to continue to say, well, Patrick Creighton lost that game for his law. T.O. couldn't catch the ball in the end zone. It's always somebody fault, but never the head coach or the offensive coordinator. That's the craziest thing of all time. It's always somebody else's fault, but we're not able to look into the mirror and say to ourselves, I done seen people say that, believe it or not, that it's the player's fault. It's DeMarcus Ware. He can't do this. He can't do that. And all I saw was DeMarcus Ware go to the Denver Broncos and was able to do all the things that they say we, he was not able to do. <laughs> and then if I can rewind, Cowboy Nation, we can go back and look at Cole Beasley just a few weeks. Well, just last week, Cole Beasley, he can't do this. He can't do that. And Cole Beasley was just eating us alive, yards after catch. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> yes, indeed, we do. DeMarco Murray fumbled in 2014 with the Dez no catch. Yes, and I can go all the way back, we do. And I really appreciate your uh, recall of football. That let me know that you are a season, seasonal tape watcher. I can go back and say even the missed field goal in that game, you see. But everybody like to point the fingers, and nobody like to look at the common denominator. <laughs> That's the idiotic thing of it all. And, Looney, I'm not talking about you because you're a good soldier for posting that comment. I really appreciate you. I really do. Cast made a comment about their defensive schemes and mm -hmm. pretty plain why why this works for Mitchell Trubisky. I really appreciate you, Looney, though. Real talk. Yeah, I'm not you know, one of the things, Joe, when you study this defense, as I said earlier, there's just not a whole lot of disguise. They pretty much line up and show you what you're going to get. And for young quarterbacks, it's a nice luxury when your pre-snap read is what you get post-snap, and you can determine where you want to go with the football and, and make some pretty good reads. And that's kind of been the case throughout this game. They play the single high safety. Now, it's third and long, so it looks like they may try to give a two-deep look, which they have not shown much of here tonight, but they are here. 
Well, it goes back to what I was talking about. Maybe watching that tape. Maybe watching the practices. Having to do things over. Maybe they're worried about the coaching staff is worried about if I put these guys in this situation, they won't be able to handle it. They'll bust. You know, these are all things you have to think about. That they play the scheme that the way they play it is just so they could make sure that their players are in the right spots. The problem is though, if you play this defense and you don't tackle, right. now you really have problems. And this team in the secondary has been really bad. I said secondary. This team has been bad up the middle. Defensive tackle, linebacker, and then in the safety spot. Xavier Woods has clearly regressed. You know, and then you talk about Thompson playing. There's a couple times on the screen. He's jumping outside. Ball goes up inside. You can't have that. Well, and, so, and, and I mean, you mentioned, you know, who do you blame? The players, the coaches, the jump manager? No, no. You go from the top and go all the way down. And, Absolutely. And, and what's, I mean, the Cowboys have clearly, as a front office, not made safety a priority and not no, made a run attack. stuffing. For people talking down. about Doc, how many short fields did our defense get us this year? Mm. About the runs. And, stuff, and the man. Bears really got them on the edge today. You know, this is when you take advantage. This is when they took advantage of Robert Quinn playing on that edge. And usually you can't take advantage of, of Demarcus Lawrence because he's a guy who will play with length and kind of hold the point of attack. Yeah, but we're the linebackers. Mm. You know, we're Sean Lee, and I, and again, I love no. Sean Lee, but we're Tell starting to see that Sean Lee is the end is near for Sean Lee. That's the end is near. And then Jalen Smith, he doesn't make nearly enough plays in space. They do not make the plays in space like those tackles for loss, those big plays that you need. When it comes time to shop for tailgate favorites, go to Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jersey. Albertsons, Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy. Check out Cowboys Experience if you need tickets to the game. Uh, that's the best way. www.cowboysexperience.com. Let's go. Years. They on commercial. Uh, while they on commercial, shout out to my guy, Paul. Uh, let's rewind to Paul. Uh, question there. I really appreciate you, Paul, for making a donation to have grow the nation and being one of the sponsors for this top of the minute. Uh, he says, for people talking about Dak, how many short fields did our defense give us this year? Basically, uh, not a lot. You know, this defense is not a hungry type of defense. They do a lot of talking. They do a lot of noise making, too. They do a lot of hot boys per swat. Hey, I can't tell you how many times I've seen T-shirts sold and, and they walking around talking about hot boys and they swiping and everything. Thing they're selling glasses and, and chains. How many times we didn't hear this, Cowboy Nation? Huh? What we doing with this, Cowboy Nation? What if I told you, you know? <laughs> yeah, we got all of these nicknames, right? We got all of those nicknames, but everything else remains the same. No turnovers, no takeaways. At the beginning of the game, I think we have four total in it, four four total interceptions four or, or something along that nature and the 40 winers oh i'm sorry 49ers <laughs> have 27 and not even in the same ballpark even if we had 10 <laughs> oh my goodness i hate talking negative about my team but if people looking at this only as negative i have to tell you all the truth i can't lie to kick it we gotta call out a spade a spade we just not that grittish, grimish team. And somebody let me know when they back live, you see. And uh, we will take phone calls tonight. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's, uh, we have to look at this team. Sean Lee handcuffed us. Hey, 
My thing is, they're giving Jerry Jones a long talk time, man. Let me see if uh, if 105.3, the fan, if you got NFL Network, you can tune in. Or for your hus- they still on commercial breaks. As soon as they get back, they should have Jerry Jones snippets. Uh, let me see what they're talking about. Jerry Jones, he got a, he got a crucial thing to uh, talk about. Cowboys 6-9 on the road since 2018. 6-9 on the road. That's the Cowboys uh, on the road record since 2018. Uh, we can't win at home, and we definitely can't dominate and show our presence at, at home nor on the road. So. What's the answer? Scheme is as old and tired. Monty Kiffin was old, and he just walked away from the game, right? <laughs> they let him walk, right? And if we look at it uh, collectively on the defensive side of the ball. Sets up for the rest of the game, but, yeah, so, when you come back and those next few drives, back. you have to make sure you capitalize off those as well. Uh, and then I think that fourth drive, we had another long drive and uh, didn't get the third down once again, and it cost us a uh, point. So I'm um, just struggling to third down early. They didn't. Uh, they got ahead, and uh, we had to play from behind, and we haven't been good at that lately. Bears defense much different than you'd seen on film? No. No, no, sir. Nothing different. Is this still a, I mean, this is a pretty rough stretch for your guys, Dad. Sure. Is it still a confident team, you think? It is. I mean, the confidence hasn't wavered, um, but we've got to figure it out. Uh, the thing that gives us confidence is the players, the skill level that we have, the way that um, I see guys prepare, the way that guys go about their business each and every day, but we've got to figure out what it is on, on game day to flip the switch and, and get the job done. Um, no excuses. Part, just trying to figure this out. Very, very. Um, mm-hmm. Can't put a finger on it. I wish I could right now. Um, if I could, obviously, we wouldn't be in this situation. We'd be getting over this and out of this slump. But um, that's the most frustrating part is we have the skill level. We have the players. We have the chemistry at times. But um, we're not playing together as a team complimentary enough when we need to. And we've got to figure out what it is. What would you describe the mood like right now you guys? Frustrating. Um, I think that's the best word for it. Um, it's a blessing, fortunate enough. I don't know how it is. We're still in the lead of, for our division. Um, you have to be thankful for that, but uh, we can't hang our hat on that. Um, we've got to figure out our issues right now, um, fix them, and get better. What are your issues? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of what I just said. It's it's not a through-the-week thing. Um, it's putting it's putting it together on game day, putting all the all the pieces together, playing, playing well, complimentary, and we haven't been able to do that on game day. Um, Maybe maybe in these next few few days. I mean, I know myself. I know I will. The coaches will um, study it and try to figure it out and try to put our finger on it and uh, move forward and come up with a plan to to get better and win some of these games here here uh, finishing the season. Three more. Not to do asses earlier, but after that first drive, yeah. Did they do anything differently, or was it just you guys not? Yeah, no, um, they didn't. I mean, we just didn't convert our third down. Simple as that. Uh, two, three, and outs. Then we get another. Then we get a long drive going again and. Missed that third down conversion, and it cost us points. Uh, and at that point, they're converting their third downs, and they're getting a field goal. They get a touchdown at the end of the half, and we put ourselves behind. And as I said earlier, it's it's hard. It's been tough for us to play from behind. Yeah. Uh, Coach said that perhaps the guys are pressing, pressing too hard, trying to do too much. Do you see that? Um, I, I don't necessarily. I mean, I've got to go back on film and, and see. Uh, see. See, starting with myself, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Am I pressing? Am I pressing at times? Am I trying to do too much when we get behind? Um, and that's something that I'll figure out, something I'll evaluate over these next couple of days and um, plan to figure it out and, and work it out and get better. For anybody who says the Cowboys players have, have checked out and they quit, for mm-hmm. like a better word, on their coach because they think he might not come back next season, what do you say to that? That's false. Uh, false as ever. Um, this team is focused on right now, and that's the only thing that matters. 
as I said, somehow we're six and seven and still in front of our division. Uh, nobody's looking past this day, this moment, this time, and we can't. Or the division, the chance of playoffs, and when you get to playoffs, all that's gone. It's washed out the window. So uh, we believe in our coach. Uh, we believe in his message. We're going out there, and <laughs> we've just got to figure it out as players uh, what it is on game day. Um, throughout the week, everything's everything's well. We're preparing well. We had our best week of preparation this week uh, from an offensive standpoint, and went out there and just didn't execute like we we're supposed to. So uh, when, when it becomes an execution matter uh, and not a communication and not a scheme, a scheme deal or, or players deal, it's hard to put it on the coach. Uh, so us players, we look in the mirror first. And um, as I said, I know I'll, I'll do it myself these next couple of days. Hope the other players will as well. I know the coaches will, but evaluate ourselves and we've got to figure it out now. Third down miss with uh, Jameis, just kind of what you saw, what maybe he saw. Yeah, just miscommunication on that one. Uh, that's between me and him. That's a play that we ran at practice a couple of times, and yeah, no excuse for that. Just uh, miscommunication. He runs, or is he kind of filling in for Pollard? Is he play he ran in training camp. I mean, sure. Yeah, obviously he's filling in, right? I mean, he's coming in to, to taking up, giving Zeke a break. Pollard wasn't wasn't available for us tonight, but when, when you run things like that at practice. Um, the guy comes in, and, and Jamez, Jamez came up to me, and, I mean, I still got to – once once the communication's off, I've got to get past that and move on. So, I mean, that's, just, that's on both of us, uh, and it can't happen at that at that time in the game. Have you seen Wendell as irritated as he was tonight on the sidelines? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have. Uh, I try to lock in, focus on my film, um, focus on, on what I have to do, and I don't I don't know necessarily if I saw him be an animator or anything like that, so I can't, can't answer that truth, truthfully. Yeah, he was Thanks, guys. Thank you. Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys oh, Radio Network. Postgame show brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, a store with top brands like Adidas, Shimano, Rawlings, and Columbia. All at guaranteed low prices like you've never seen. Visit us. In- crazy, 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 Cowboy Nation. Um, let me see. if that, I got to get this. This is not a preparation thing. Sure. Right? Go ahead, Paul. Appreciate you for the donation. Man. Nate Newton and the offensive line would have mauled Boniol if he missed like Mar. Is everybody's oh, yeah. fighting? Well, he talked about yeah. not he talked about not talking anymore and just going out and doing it. <laughs> and he talked. You know, I mean, this was embarrassing if you want to be honest. Yeah. True. For for them to go to Chicago and get embarrassed, you know, and then Jerry Jones has to stand up there and talk about this. I'm sure that we'll get to those comments as well. Hmm. But yeah, it, this is a, this is an embarrassing loss for a, against an offense that hadn't done anything all year. Good defense, but offensively. Yeah, hadn't done anything, but that's what we've come to expect from this team. Well, and a good defense, but missing Akeem Hicks, who's one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league. Prince Roquan. of Mukamara, the corner. And yeah. then Roquan Smith. Roquan left Smith goes out early in that game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that it's it's a, it's unfortunate, yeah. but they they are what they are. We've said that a couple of times now, and I, I really I'm, I'm believing that more as we go each week. I'm believing that a little bit more about this team. I don't know that I've ever seen a game that was more one-sided but still only seven points than the Cowboys lost to the Bears on Thursday night football 31-24. Cowboys fall to 6 and 7. The Bears are 7 and 6. We'll hear what Jerry Jones had to say next. Right. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. I can't wait to hear Jerry Jones. So I will play through the uh commercials but uh, you know the system won't allow me to they play those commercials. But we will have to y'all just let me know man when they are uh, live. 
uh, shout out to those that's on my uh, Facebook page, man. Uh, this this loss, man, it hurts. Uh, uh, <laughs> it loss, it does. It hurts, man, a little bit because we look at the expectations of this team. Shout out to my guy Jay Olaw, man. I'm on my way to the airport, leaving the game. Uh, now, how do you see what I told you this summer? Yes, you look, Jay. Jay. Now, this is another thing, Jay. They got to win out all the way out now. <laughs> they got to win all the way out. To, to have the record that you said. You said 9-7. and seven. I said 10-6 and six for the start of the season. We both said that. And But you're right. This team uh, don't have any bite, no bark to it. It's like a dog with no teeth, a little chihuahua. They got nothing but gums. And then when they finally find that little soft spot, they continue to nom, 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 nom away. Uh, Andrea says this is a collapsing. Yeah, the scheme on offense and defense is trash. This is from uh, Daryl Posey. Yeah, I, I agree. I can't wait to hear Jerry Jones because he looked like he was tearing up, man, to get in that long press conference. He had a long little press conference in the hallway in Chicago. And the fat lady that sung her song, she's back on the plane on and, uh, is it O'Hara Airport. <laughs> Shoot, she'd probably be in Frisco before you know Dallas it. You know? She probably made it back before it's soon, before, before it's over with. Um, <clears throat> it's Jerry's fault we still get the kicker. Get that kicker. Yeah, God dog it. If that kicker only made that kick in the first half, right, or whenever it was. But my thing is they should have called timeout. They should have just called that timeout after the Ezekiel Elliott bust that long run. Everybody know what I'm saying with that. Season over, playoff, playoffs. No, 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 no. Hill, for real, our team will not match up well against those playoff caliber teams, man. It won't. It just won't right now. It'd be best for us not to even try to get into the playoffs and get a horrible or worse draft pick right now. But in the, at the end of the day, I will say this for the sake of speaking um, positive. Let, let's find a way to sneak in, right? Anything, crazier things than happen, right? Crazier things than happen. Off there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let me read some of your comments here. Um uh, now, let me see what we have here on Devin Foster. That's good. One of those three kickers would have been better than Mayher. Um, at this point, I don't know what to say. What else to say? I can't combat against that. I can't combat against that. Let the Eagles get killed in the playoff. <laughs> Somebody's going to be the sacrificial lamb from the NFC East. Huh? <laughs> turnovers, positive sign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but my only thing is the turnovers, you are playing against the Chicago Bears. Their offense was not that great. Defense, you can say something, but their offense looked like they moved the ball at will against us. That's the craziest thing. That is the craziest thing that I can see. How tired are you of answering these questions? (laughs) Tired as hell. Well said. Zeke Elliott, 19 carries, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. It was a really good opening drive for Zeke Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys offense. Let me just make that music all the way through, and then we'll bring it back up. Uh, my poor Witt came back for this. Jason Witt needs to just go ahead and throw the towel. We know that Jason Witt going to try to hold on to it as long as he can, just like he did with his hair. But Jason Witt needs to go ahead and throw in the towel. We love Jason Witten, but we don't need to see this Jason Witten out there. 24, it wasn't that close. Mm -hmm. Last week brought us, we we discussed throughout the postgame show, is this it for Jason Garrett? Should this be it for Jason (laughs) Garrett? We'll hear what Jerry Jones had to say 
in the post-game locker room momentarily, but should this be it? Three losses in a row now, six and seven, four of their last five. Is this it? Oh, it's getting close. Every every week we get a, a game in the books, it's getting a little closer. It's just not going to renew his contract. But, yeah, this right. is one of those things where you, you look at it and you say, it okay, who would you yeah. bring in as the interim? You know, Chris Richard obviously has his hands full with this defense because it's not very good. You know, and so if you name him the interim head coach, who do you focus? Does Rod Marinelli then become the defensive coordinator again? You know, that's the problem I, I have right now is if you're looking for somebody to turn this around, it, it has to be the players. I don't think it's the coach. You know, even though I'm not a big fan, I've never really been a huge fan of what Jason Garrett has done as, True. as a coach, uh, these last several years. But, you know, again, it's to me, I, I, I'm just sitting there. If you, if you want to make a change, fine, make a change. If, if the change is going to help the execution and things like that, we'll go ahead yeah. and do it. Yeah. But I don't think it will. And, you know, everybody says, well, we'll just put Chris Richard in there. But I can say if you, Wynn who, was screaming just like Des used to. Only Des had real passion. You know, living in Dallas, Joe, I just have to bring it up that there's a lot of discussion as to whether or not Jason should keep his job now. Something shouldn't happen during the season, but you have to ask yourself, who on that staff has earned the right to be an interim head coach? I can't think of one guy who's done a good enough job with his position, much less a coordinator that you would put in that seat. So I don't envision anything happening, but you never know. This has been uh, this has been a real eye-opener once again. Troy Aikman during the Fox oh, broadcast. Troy Aikman dropping all type of fire, didn't long? he? He's yeah, the interim head coach that they fired. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. You could probably put Rod Marinelli in there because he's had coaching head coaching experience, but he's, you know, that's not going to do anything to, you know, he's just managing it to the end right there. But if you if you name Chris Richard as the interim head coach, mm-hmm. then okay, who's going to call defenses? And that to me, that's that's a big problem. This yeah. defense is a big problem. So if you're going to take him out of that, you're going to put Rod Marinelli back in there calling the defenses. You got to think about these things if you're going to make these coach change. I'm with you, Ari, all the way, because I feel like there, a change needs to be made. What'd you change say? The the They're going to let this contract run out. There's, Absolutely, there's three more games Absolutely. and then maybe a wild card game. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they, you know what, they, you know, every week, it, it's, it's not going to get better. This is just not, look at, do you think they're going to, they're going to line up against a Rams team next week and have to defend that defense, or excuse me, defend that offense? They played 13 football games. This, sure. This, there's yeah. been no better usage or application of Absolutely. Bill Parcells. They yeah. are what they are. This is a team that is, it's ranked in certain ways of defense and offense and yards and not giving up yards. That's not a good team. Shout it's out not to you, Whitney. Shout out they're, to they're you. Not, they're, they're, they Andrea, just do not do the things you need to, necessary to win football games. And it starts at the top. Here's the guy at the top, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. That's what I've been waiting the for. Cowboys losing locker room. Uh, Chicago took it to us. Uh, we won't be going anywhere until we can win a football game. Wow. Uh, no they played way. us well enough tonight to deserve to win the football game. We did all of the things that you can do. That cause you to lose football games in the game. Uh, so uh, that's where it is. Uh, until we can get over here and we'll line up against the Rams, until we can win a football game, I don't care what kind of contention we're in, we've got to start playing and winning a football game 
so that we can uh, be able to play better than we play tonight. No we thought we would way. be able to uh, uh, basically uh, play better defense uh, uh, against what they were doing. To their credit, uh, they really uh, were very effective against our defense, obviously. And I'm not telling anything anybody didn't know. So uh, that's the way we look at it. We'll line them up here next week. We're going to go practice, and we're going to try to win a football game. And everybody that's in here that's healthy, and everybody that's healthy that's coaching will be coaching, and everybody that's in here that will be playing, and we just got to play better. Jerry, does it feel like that's this is it. going backwards at all? Well, it's not. It's leveled out here. It's losing, losing, losing. So I'm not trying to be funny here, but uh, the point is that we've got to win a football game. I don't care what the standings are, Duh. what the numbers are. We had thought that we could come up here and play a really fine football game team. I mean, a, a good team, play a fine football game, and get our act where we're starting to look like a team that uh, could, if we buy a slim chance, get in the playoffs where we could win. We can't do that until we play and start winning the football games, and we've got three more to play. Uh, when we do that, we can go. That's it. I'm not asking. I'm not going to answer why I think I'm saying what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying why. I'm just saying that you know how frustrating is the view after the cramp, the, you know, the emotions of last week and Michael Bennett doing what he did, and certainly two weeks ago, you going off on the coaches. Yeah. That it's still not done. Well, again, it shows so much for that about effectively. Uh, what wins or loses football games. Uh, that's not what gets it done. What gets it done is going out here, uh, not uh, making mistakes on third down, uh, getting them off the field, us staying on the field, uh, not Where getting in a spot. Hmm? Uh, we came up here to run the football. You get behind 20 points, you can't run the football. You've got to do other things. They know you're going to be doing it. They pin their ears back. Here you go. Uh, they played a really fine football game tonight, and they took it to us. And uh, uh, in about every way you want to list it, they beat us tonight. We did win the turnover battle. And it shows you win the turnover battle and still lose the ball game. So we just got to uh, uh, see uh, if we can step in here and win a football game. I don't care if uh, we stay in contention all the way down to the uh, they have the playoffs. Uh, we've got to start uh, showing our fans, more importantly, showing start ourselves now. that we can do the things to win the games. It's hard to do it when you extend their possessions and you make mistakes on third down. It's hard to do it when you uh, either create penalties. It's hard to do it when you miss field goals. That have, the last two games have shown up. We got down near the end and looked up, and we had a chance, potentially, but we'd really had a chance both the last two games if we'd kicked our field goal. Well, that's just <laughs> uh, we we're not playing well enough to actually get close enough. So at the end of the game, we could actually uh, tie one at the last minute or win it at the last minute. You have to be able to do that in the NFL. We're not doing that right now. Uh, we're not a team that's capable of doing that. We got to see if we can get it together for the Rams. Do you change kickers now? I mean, do you look at another kicker? Again, I'm not uh, going to get into those kinds of details. Uh, uh, we uh, uh, basically uh, uh, have a good assessment of uh, what the kicking situation is availability-wise, other than the kickers we have right now, and so uh, uh, that'll dictate what we're doing. Jerry Jones. And in case you missed any of the previous four minutes, you know, at the end, he didn't fire Jason Garrett during this press conference. Did not. After the game. 
This text comes in from the 972. He says, Jerry Jones is talking, but unlike E.F. Hutton, people are not listening, except right. the media has to. I don't know. No, I don't know who E.F. Hutton was. Until yeah, to look him up. That's, see, that's part of being 55 years old. You know about the old E.F. Hutton. Happy birthday to you, by the yeah, way. Who's well, soon. E. Brian Broaddus, December 12th. Tepley. Yeah, that's the good news. Yeah. Uh, the kicker. That's another topic of discussion we haven't gotten to. He's won yeah. one or two, six straight games with at least one miss. Yeah, for Brett Maher, uh, they they worked out three kickers. They they probably have the better of those four. Confidence on those three. Yeah, and, and we I talked about in the pregame show. You know that to me. The kicker, you know, the names they had in here, it was – how much confidence – Man, man, I'm not finna talk about no kicker right now. Look, Ezekiel Elliott bust a big old run. We saw that he was gasped. They went and tried to keep him running. All they had to do was call a timeout, regroup themselves. They in the money zone, green zone, red zone, however you want to call it. And then you give Ezekiel Elliott a spell, and then you go back at it, and you go out there and eat some more with Ezekiel Elliott. At that time, Ezekiel Elliott was averaging 5.5 yards per carry, and you mean to tell me you're going to try to put this on a kicker? And you saying that we got to win football games and all this past few weeks we've been talking about a coaching decision is not just what the whole total sum of four quarters. Sometimes it's those one or two plays that that coaching can sway, you see, and change this thing around. Coach could have called timeout regardless of that situation. Give Ezekiel Elliott a spell. You had three timeouts. Newsflash, quiz for everybody that's listening. Guess how many timeouts we used in the first half? None. None. And you know what? He's not wrong. The Brett Maher issue isn't isn't getting upgraded now. It's not going away. But not the problem away. is this is a guy that was bottom third in the league last year in terms of field goal percentage. True. This should have been fixed in August when you went to Oxnard to yeah, try to it fix was. it now is is a fool's errand. This should have already been fixed, and it's just one of many yeah. massive issues I, for the Dallas. Cowboys. I shouldn't say it shouldn't. They should not make a change. I shouldn't say it because very well they could bring back one of these guys. They they very well could. I, you know, again, listen to tell talking to the scouts about how the workouts went. They might like one of these guys. They might think that they have to. You talk about they ask these questions about confidence. How can you have any confidence in Brett Maher? How? If you're the head coach, yeah. if you're one of his teammates, how can you have any confidence? And and it, to me, I feel like this is low-hanging fruit. Because Brett Maher is easy, but there's a lot of other guys in that right. locker room. There you go. Get him. It's taking us so long to yeah. get him. Well, yeah, why don't you Brian. figure out what's going yeah. on at safety spot, Xavier Woods? Why don't you figure out what's him. going on at linebacker? Trying to find get tickets him. to football games or any other live event can be complicated. Uh, there's hundreds of sites and shady pricing. With SeatGeek, you can do everything in one place. Shout out to SeatGeek, but if you want to find tickets, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys Experience. Really appreciate you all. Uh, we're looking at the 70 Saints. This is from my guy, uh, 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 my girl, guy, uh, whoever you are. It, oh, my guy, my bad fam, that's on uh, Facebook, man. Really appreciate you. For themselves. They on commercial break. But here's the thing, Cowboy Nation. We can look back and forth at this team from A to Z. We can point out the flaws as fans. And then all of a sudden, the owner, a multi-billionaire with a B, is going to try to lie to us. Not just a lot of kick it, but he trying to lie to sell it now. Saying that, hey, we got to convert on third downs. No, duh. <laughs> we got to make the field goal kicks. Come on, man. We were telling you weeks and weeks before this game happened 
that the kicker, you might as well go for it when it's inside the 30 or when it's inside close to the 40, what have you. You might as well go for it because you're not going to make that kick. It's, going, it's more of a 50-50 chance. Now it's a 30-70 chance, 30% chance with 70, with 70% chance that you're going to miss it. 30% chance that you're going to make that kick, whatever the numbers are. And on top of that, we look at this defensive side of the ball, everybody playing back like they are. A, a, <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Everybody playing way, way, way back. And you allow all of the underneath stuff to happen expecting the front four to be them some type of juggernaut team and you got a smallish front four half of them smoking blunt somewhere and then they're blaming it on the nfl for the inefficiency news flash news flash cowboy nation alcohol is legal but i can't go around drinking alcohol in my car although there's two different types of substances out there for everybody who said well law we should be legal, law. I smoke weed all the time, law. It should be legal. It don't hurt the body. But still at the same token, I'm talking about everything from the culture all the way up. I can't walk around with a, I can't even go and get in my car with a communion shot of liquor. If a police officer pull me over, that's what they're going to see. The little airplane bottles, they're going to still give me the same threat that they gave the other guy just a couple of days ago. News flash, the culture. You see what I'm saying? We need to fix that thing up. But we all around pacifying the players, the Dallas Cowboys fans. Oh, we love Jason Witten. Let's keep Jason Witten. Oh, we love Shirley. He's a legend. Huh? We fall in love with the players too much. Huh? We need to move on from these players, and we need to also tell the staff to move on from some of these players as well. Trust me, they walk in legends. We love them too. But at the same time, you do not win by playing politics in this in this game. Look, we saw when the first series and the first drive, we saw that this guy number 89 was galvanizing, carving up everybody, catching the ball here and there. And he got punished for doing those things because they put him on the bench for the rest of the series. You didn't see that brother until the third quarter. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's flat out crazy at this point. Because we can look and see the inefficiencies. We can see the, the subpar or the below play of average from these guys. And we can sit there and see from fans that we're not making close to a billion dollars. Some people not making close to a million. Some people not making close to a hundred thousand dollars. And we can see it and they can't see it. Come on now. <sighs> and it continue to happen over and over again. Over and Love. over again. It's the easiest way. Over and over again, man. Let me read some of y'all uh, uh, comments here, man. I really appreciate you, Brandon Young. I've been saying this. Uh, JJ is the problem. Fire on everybody. Brandon, yeah. That's the common denominator out of them all. And right now, we're reaching for straws because we sitting there saying, can we just get somebody else in as the head coach? Can we get fire and desire from somebody else? From somebody. And they talking about, hey, Chris Richard ain't coaching well. Rob Marinelli ain't coaching well. Uh, uh, Scott, Len well, Scott Lenahan's son, uh, Keller Moore's not coaching well. Bring on me the water guy. Bring that guy in. Maybe something, just maybe, hope can change. <laughs> maybe a change of voice in the locker room. I'm rooting for anybody. Bring back somebody to coach this team. Bring them, bring them, bring them. That's what I want. 
Because at this point, we keep beating ourselves. We keep pointing the finger. We keep saying it's the kicker fault. Next week is going to be the safety fault. Then the week beyond this is going to be uh, the offensive lineman not being physical enough. And then on top of that, we'll find out that, that, that oh, Dak Prescott, he can't hit water if he fell off a boat again. And then it'll be somebody else's. And who knows? It might be the driver fault next time. <laughs> One game, I believe it or not, they blame it on the cat. I can't make this stuff up. The cat didn't show up this week. That's why we lost. G. Coleman. The cat didn't show up. They blame it on the freaking cat for crying out loud. Instead of just playing some real down hard football. And I heard somebody said that Amari Cooper is trash, huh? Uh, shout out to you, Andrea. Amari is hurt, but going through it. Yes, I agree. We get all types of blames pointed, pointed everywhere. And it never goes to the right sources, right? Jerry Wayne Jones. They, um... I think our tired team, and I think that's certainly reflected in the play. Um, tired team. Oh, they another. blame it on the health. I'm going to say they have not quit on it yet. They're just that was not excuse as good last as they week, thought Sam. they were. Come They're on, playing man. very undisciplined, particularly on defense. <laughs> if they can get that back together, then they have an opportunity. I mean, it's still all there in front of them. So um, I, I, I think that that I do think it, I think it's mostly on the players. It's the blue jersey fault, huh? Not, not uh, good enough to overcome what they're doing right now. Yeah, Brad, and I was going to ask you that, though. You've seen this defense now for 13 games, and, you know, it, it just has not done its job. And, you know, they needed some stops. They couldn't get some stops. You know, is it – can you point your finger at one thing? Is it the tackling? Is it the scheme? Is it, you know, the interview you had with Troy Aikman? You know, we were talking about some of the things. It's just a pretty basic defense. Is it just a combination of a lot of things going on right now? You know, Brian, I don't know that I am expert enough to uh, say that it's the scheme because if I were going to say that, then I should be prepared to say what better scheme sure. there would be. I do think the point that he made about it being pretty simple and making it easy for a young quarterback is one that's worth listening to. Absolutely. Um, and and that being said, uh, they're not playing very well. I mean, right. the tackling is horrific. The, uh, the As we know, the... Defense is based upon gap and assignment soundness. If you don't cue to the principles of the position that you are playing in the particular defense that's called, it's going to look like it looked. So that means you get guys freelancing and running around and not sticking to what they're supposed to be doing. And that lack of discipline ultimately comes down to coaching. I can't, I'm not prepared to say it's scheme because, again, I couldn't tell you a better scheme but they they have to play better in order to give themselves a chance brad certainly Dak prescott padded his stats towards the end but but he really was struggled in this game through the first half and really in the third quarter i think you've seven of 17 under 100 yards passing really until the end of the third into the fourth quarter True. i mean Dak was playing at an mvp level and now three straight really poor performances what do you think has changed why why has Dak regressed like this in season well one thing that's this happens they played three of the best defenses in the league. Sure. And, and uh, that, it would be a mistake to just dismiss that. And um, I will I, I say this again. You know, New England was New England. They were in it. They had a chance to win. Uh, they had, like, uh, just a couple of mistakes, the block punt. and But uh, I think you can you can take the New England effort 
I thought that against Buffalo they were tired. I thought they they were especially in the second half. Once you have a bad decision, you can't you know you can't have bad decisions. And he tired as well. And I thought against Buffalo he made one that resulted in an interception. Then you miss two field goals. Now all of a sudden you're you're chasing cars, and and that makes it look worse than it is. Now you come into this game, and uh, you know you you've got a great start. Uh, they then do what they do. Then you miss a field goal, and then when your defense puts you behind by ten points against this team, you have to alter your plan, and they know what's coming. So I think that magnifies it, Ari. I think it makes it look even worse than it is, and we expect him, just because he's done it before, to drop back and pick out who he wants open and throw it to him and complete it. And and it doesn't work that way. That's a really good team, and you have to be in it with them defensively. You can't can't let the game get away from you. When you're 10 points behind them, the game has kind of gotten away from you a little Mm. bit. So that's what complementary football means, and they're not playing it right now. You know, Brad, the, the, the whole thing coming into this game was, you know, and again, Troy was talking about, you know, this offensive line for the, for the, uh, for the Bears just didn't think they were good enough, you know, and, and, but what have you seen from this Cowboys defensive line? And it seems like when they've got some matchups, it should be pretty favorable to them. Appreciate they have just not, not answered the bell. They're not winning. That, I mean, you, this was, if they were going to, and we talked about it, uh, but you you had to dominate these folks yes. um, up front uh, because the offensive lines will get a little bit better, right? And so I think that's that's a big part of what has uh, let them down. They're just not winning their battles up front. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate your time. Okay, Safe travels. Cowboys. Okay, thanks. Shout out to Brad Cham joining us here on the Dallas Cowboys post game show. Cowboys lose thirty one twenty four. It wasn't that close. Dak Prescott, 27-49, 334 and one touchdown. Seems like the outcome or the score kind of hollow. Cowboys still with a 60-plus percent chance of winning the division. Seems yeah. hollow. This yeah. is a division that is 16-33. and 33. This is a division that cumulatively has a winning percentage of 32.7. All yeah. teams under 500 and the 2-10 and 10 New York Giants with Eli Manning still very much in it. Yeah, it's just, it's, it is pathetic. The fact that, you know, you should have found a way to take care of your games and not every week have us have to talk about, you know, effort or, you know, question about whether the team's given up and all that. This division should be clearly in hand right now. And it's not. And again, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm more than willing to point the finger uh, from the top all the way down through the bottom. And you look at this, you know, and you look at how this team was put together. You talk about the right kind of guys. You know, Michael Irvin talked about the dogs. You know, they don't have any dogs. They right. don't have anybody speak it, speak that can grab this team by the yeah. throat Jay and Lewis shake it Jay to Lewis make it where it has to go and win a football game. You know, Brad was talking about tired and all that. You know, and I understand last week. I understand him saying, you know, it looks like a tired football team. Him and Babe were talking about that. Yeah, right, you know, right. they. Got, I felt like they got their butts kicked last week, and I kind of felt like they got their butts Just kicked again. Down two scored with four minutes to go. On side kick every time, am I right? Worked out kickers, am I right?
Rodgers and a guy that Roquan so Smith, a linebacker, that, the guy he replaced, yeah, was you, was playing like the level of Roquan Smith. It was absolutely. an embarrassment. Yeah, and that and you allowed Mitchell Trubisky to have another you know great game against you. The way he was running around there, you just don't make any plays. You know, and you think about the drive. Think about we talked about the the three and outs. You know, they're the team that was three and out and you, and that's something that you're pretty good at. You're pretty good at sustaining drive. They don't, they didn't convert enough on third down. They just didn't finish. They didn't do anything to go take this football game. The Bears went out and took this game, even though what happened to them after a 17, if anybody should have been demoralized after a 17 play opening drive should have been Chuck Pagano's defense. And they came back better for it and shut you down the rest of the game. Brian brought us Ari Temkin. Dallas Cowboys postgame show continues. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. Yes, indeed, man. Nothing but the fire, man. Y'all let me know when they back live so we can listen back to that commentary. I really appreciate you all. Thank those who uh, support this channel. Um, my thing is, yes, McTechless Cowboy, they can't tackle. You 100 million percent right. We can't tackle out in space. Uh, we don't get to the angles there. And uh, we, yeah, Beeb says he missed Taco. Uh, at this point, they, they they we're so smallish. We got seventy nine playing multiple plays, and of course we couldn't see into the future. But we could have prevented this because we still got what a one point five million dollars that's going to be dead money for Taco. We got to still pay him next year, even though he's gone. I always say get something from these players, especially when you draft them high. Don't make it like you finna cut this guy and so the teams won't even put you no money because Taco, what, he got five sacks using that long frame. I think that he would capture the edge and get to the quarterback, at least bat the ball down. He got five sacks this year. I think we can use some of that production. Uh, on top of that, we got guys. Antoine Woods, he's not there. We had the uh, the poorest part of our defense, the interior. We had covered and playing multiple snaps. We had to figure out ways to put a Band-Aid on a bullet wound by putting 51 out there, and it just been the reality. This is what the Dallas Cowboys looking like. Unprepared, not focused enough, and don't have enough discipline to support us when it's time for the rain to pour. And this is exactly when you don't build your house correctly. Hey, if you guys can't understand what I'm saying, let's talk about the three little people pigs one of the pigs built their houses from what from straws that's what we did we built our house out of straws hoping that they can can sustain the heavy winds and the wolf when he come howling right and guess what we were not cemented in we didn't build our house off of bricks and the wolf came in that's what we're facing right now straight up below 500 right now we owe and six against teams that's 500 and better that's not a recipe of all of a sudden winning this thing and going to the big dance. I heard a lot of people made the similarities for the nation about the fact that the Giants did it. This team is nowhere near the Giants team that ran off and started winning games. They had the recipe in order. They had to season the coach. That one thing that you can say about the Giants, they was disciplined. You don't win in life being undisciplined. You just don't. Unprepared, yes, Looney. We very unprepared. What is success, huh? When preparation meets opportunity, that's all success is. Shout out to how can we not even add to a scrambling QB seeing it several times this year? Mm. Hop to it, except the intern because it's his first day and he doesn't even have a break. So yeah, 
Yes, more is a joke. This is from Wallace Jones. Here's the conundrum with more. We have the number one offense as it relates to total yards, right? And this guy's a rookie offensive coordinator. Whenever you make the rookie offensive coordinator, we had to know with the mindset that there's going to be growing pains. Here's the problem, though. You have this dynamic team with all of this talent, and you put a rookie offensive coordinator out there to drive this Lambo. And he's riding, he's parking all up crooked, rucking, wrecking this thing on the side. Oh, what else law did you have to put out there to the echoes out there to the universe? We have a second year offensive line coach. Hmm? And we expecting that for this team to pull upon some experiences? We give this $3.2 billion play plan that we have, and we have a $3.5 billion workout facility, add them all together almost over eight billion dollars worth of stuff out there and we put in a child to make this thing happen and expecting for something to dynamically happen out there it's not gonna happen that's the reality of it it's still on commercial break but that's just that's the reality of it we can look at it and say hey why they folding up when they get into the money zone green zone red zone the guy is so small and so young and his mind mental complexity that he can't pull from resources like what we would see from a veteran coach who who earned his grains of stones or grain of salts out there huh Kelly Moore can't go back that far and say, okay, this is what we need to do in the money zone. And Jason Garrett, he's not going to step up and say, hey, young guy, step back. Let me show you what, how this thing is done because he'd never done it. He'd never done it before. Show me where. And people like to kick it, kick it and be mad at Barry Switzer. At least Barry Switzer, you can go back to his college tapes and say, okay, when he coached this team, he was able to win these type of games. You can't pull that from Jason Garrett. You can't find that from a Scott, well, not Scott Linehan, but a Kelly Moore. Well, you can blow Scott Linehan in that same uh, window. Hmm? Where are we going to find this experience that is all of a sudden fall out of the sky? The game and that? Hmm? We don't have it. Even for those who like to make the comparison analysis with Sean McVay. Sean McVay was on the Washington team for many a moons, right? Hmm? Even when he was young, he was on that Washington team learning, gaining what? Valuable experiences. Hey, a new broom can sweep the floor, but an old broom can get those corners. I'm telling you realities of life. That old broom can sweep well. Got to into the end zone. Brian brought us Ari Temkin with you on the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. They lose 31-24. Mickey Spagnola in a moment. So they, they, they go 17 plays, 75 yards in 8 minutes and 57 seconds for a touchdown. First drive of the game. Here's how it went after that. Talk to him. Punt, 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 missed field goal, end of half, punt, punt, and then touchdown. That's the second touchdown of the game, the first play of the fourth quarter. At mm-hmm. that point, it was already over. More of what we saw last week sure. against the Buffalo Bills. They score in the first drive of the game mm-hmm. and then don't really score much again until the game's already been decided. Yeah. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com, joining us right now. Mickey, has this team quit on Jason Garrett? No, I don't think they have quit. They just not they're not playing well. They got picked apart, especially defensively. Uh, they uh, it, it certainly looked to me, and we talked about it in the pregame show, right? We kind of asked what what I thought they needed to do. Sure. And asked, yeah. And I said this defense has to play better. You can't expect this team, especially going up to Chicago against that defense, to score thirty points. 
And what do they do? They <laughs> they give up 31 points. Uh, gave up 24 straight. We saw that movie on Thanksgiving when after they scored the first uh, first touchdown on the first possession, then they gave up 26 points. Well, this time it's 24 straight points after that first possession uh, when they scored. So I know the offense struggled. I, I thought they would struggle, and I thought. You know, if they could get to 20 points, they'd probably be doing good against the Bears' defense that has played well. But the defense just let them down. They, at one point, they had converted. This was Mitch Trubisky at yeah. quarterback. Mm-hmm. They had converted seven <laughs> of nine third down, third down in the game, and and they finished seven and twelve. And the last three were basically in the fourth quarter when all they were trying to do was run clock and and, and punt on fourth down. So talking to Rod Marinelli afterwards, and, you know, God bless him. Uh, he stands up and takes responsibility for sure everything. Does. My, my bad. Uh, I'm not explaining it well. I'm not getting through to well. It's all on me. I've got to do a better job. But they're, they're just getting outmanned defensively. Guys are chasing the ball. I think one play I thought was kind of just a, a sign of the whole game uh, and it was in the fourth quarter when they fake the handoff to Cohen, and there's Demarcus Lawrence going to tackle him on the left side of the line, and here Trubisky keeps it and runs for I don't know 15 yards or whatever yeah, it was, and they, they were just continually chasing play. it. Now I'm not going to give them any excuses, but <clears throat> up the middle they are missing guys that I think are important okay. to this defense. Sure. I still say Jeff Keith is important to this defense. And especially on on nickel <laughs> downs, Leighton Van Der Esch needs to be on the field, and he's not there. They try different ways to do it. They tried it with Jalen Smith and, and Sean Lee. They tried it with Jalen Smith and uh, and Tom, Joe Thomas, and none of it was working. And they were just picking the daylights out of the Cowboys linebackers uh, with passes to the tight end, with passes to the running back, over and over and over again. And then when the defensive line goes over pursuing. Trubisky ends up running. What did he end up with? About 60, 70 yards? 60, so, yeah. 60, you know, 70 yards. You're right. Yeah. And, and, and he had only had 80 yards rushing for the season. So, again, <laughs> um, somebody's figured out what this defense is doing. And, and Brian, you know, Tampa this goes two, back to the baby. Rams game sure. uh, in the playoffs. Let me show you all Tampa And two, teams yeah. are continuing to do it, especially during this stretch. They, they've lost four or five, and the only team they stopped. You know, you'd have to give the weather an assist for stopping New England. Everybody else, even in the victory over Detroit, they scored 27 points. So it's been 28, 27, 26, 31. That's no way to win games in, in this league. You can't keep scoring 30 points a game to be able to win. And that's why in their situation they're in right now. Thank you, Mickey. Appreciate your time as always. Okay. And by the way, uh, 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 we'll, uh, Wilson, uh, it looks like he tore uh, his ACL oh, down. Goodness, okay. Cedric Cedric Russell Wilson. is playing with a third string Tay. Brady is playing with a fourth string WR. We suck with a second string anything. Coaching sucks. No, Mickey, thank you very much. Just, uh, thank okay. you. Just, All right, guys. Uh, Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com. Thinks he heard torn ACL for Cedric torn ACL. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Kind of sad for Wilson, man. Let's put our prayers together. Hopefully. Uh, he can bounce back next then, year so, sometime. Yeah, kind of. I, I thought it was maybe a hyperextended, but the way he grabbed at it, uh, you know, Mickey, Mickey's right there. He has a good idea with those trainers, too, what's going on there. With Brian Broadus, I'm Ari Temkin. This is the Dallas Cowboys postgame show brought to you by God.
Yeah, they finna go in commercial. Uh, let me uh, see what my guy said over here. Uh, shout out to you, Stand Alone, for being a sponsor for right now. Uh, Russell is playing with a third string tight end. Uh, Brady is playing with a fourth string wide receiver. We suck with second string anything. Uh, coaching sucks. I got to agree with him, man. Um, we we we. The problem is with uh, um, Spag's uh, assessments of. Uh, not Jeff Heath. We do miss Jeff Heath for delivering the boom. And without LVE, newsflash, we've seen the same type of defense with both of those guys out there. So it's not like it's something different that we didn't see before. So that's all I have to say with that. And if you try to put it on the injuries of us missing, I can just go back in that, that same type of game. They had Akeem Hicks gone. They had a Roe Kwan Smith gone. And they had a, a Prince of Mucamara gone. Did you hear none of the, 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 the Bears saying that, hey, we're missing those guys. That's the reason why we couldn't stop anybody on defense. Come on now. American Airlines. Yeah, still on commercial break. So let's stop uh, pandering and let's stop giving these excuses for uh, uh, this team. We need help on defense as it relates to probably different coaching philosophy and style of play. And then we need some different type of offense out there as it relates to uh, experience. This defense don't look staff. nothing like last year defense. Why is that? Mm. We have majority of the same players. All season we look mediocre. Chris, really appreciate you, man. Uh, here's the thing. Towards the latter part of the season last year, this defense, we saw this, the regressions of this defense. And I, I can go back to say this right quick. The reason why I'm just going to go back to we are not physical enough up front. The battle is won down in the trenches. We are too finesse. And trust me, there's nothing wrong with being finesse. But however, it would be better if we had that physicality. That big old trash can full of dirt that can lean on you. Six, feel like he's 600 pounds by the, fourth, the third and fourth quarter. That 350-pound guy that can just lean on you. Just lean on you. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, you will see all of a sudden somebody eating from the edges, you see. <laughs> but we don't have that. They don't get beat up. They don't beat up enough. Let me pull this uh, display up again, and you can see where the edge rusher twists inside, you see. And the, uh, it, it, that's just our defense. <laughs> that's what we're looking at. That is the cover two. The principle of cover two, where you see the mic dropping back, this is not a physical defense. Our front four don't win enough for it to be like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense of old, you see. We just don't play that style, that technique. We don't have that fortitude. We don't. We don't have that technicality. Now, I can say that number 58, he can stream across the edge, of course, but he's been silent, you see, for the last three games. And number 90, He's been silent, too. You see what I'm saying? We just don't play the style of defense that we want to see. And unfortunately, that's the reality of it, Cowboy Nation. That is. Uh, yes, I know it's disgusting, uh, Charlie Domino, man. It's on my uh, Facebook page. But we got to go through it. Win, lose, or draw, we got to go through it. That's just how it goes. Think differently. Uh, we're still on commercial break. Um, let me see uh, how long I've been live, like 95 uh, it's one of those things, Cowboy Nation. It is. Uh, we have to figure out ways. I've uh, been live for an hour and ten. Let me give you guys a few more minutes so we can get this thing in. Um, <clears throat> that D rally up front for penetration immediately. Yeah. 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 Looney. Yeah, that's, that's what it's supposed to look like, right? 
I want to hear some more of the players inside. I hope they can grab Thinking some about They're still on commercial break. Let me know one when, when they get off commercial break, somebody that's in the chat box. Um, <clears throat> where's the pitchfork and the torch? <laughs> we need to have those right now. We need to uh, hear that. Uh, what they say about uh, Wilson this is from Andrea. Yeah, he tore an ACL, I believe. So that's normally an eight to nine month recovery span or more, and it depended on where it tore it. So. Um, and then as a wide receiver, uh, you want to be able to push and you get separations and your cuts and things like that. that. That could be a detriment to him collectively. Not like he was a, um, a, a, a difference maker as it relates. Now I'm not wishing anything bad to happen to what different maker is like the Amari Coopers, the, uh, the Michael Gallup's of the world, you see. So it, it may be a long shot for him now, unfortunately, that's just how life looks at us. Life throws you all type of curveballs, man. It does. Let's see if they're back on. Your life. They're still on commercial break. Really appreciate you all. Thank you all for being soldiers, soldiers listening to me uh, talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Even when we win, lose, or draw, I really appreciate you all. Um, station is 105.3, the fan on radio.com. I just don't have a mixer, so I can't sneak in and listen without turning the volume all the way up. So that's just <laughs> that's how it goes for right now. There Let's pause 10, se- 10 seconds for station identity, and then we'll jump back into their station. Really appreciate you. Uh, shout out to you, Brandon Miles. Shout out to you, Justin Quarles. Uh, really appreciate you. Um, it's crazy. Uh, 6 and 10, 8K. Well, at least we get a better chance of getting uh, Grant Dillpad. Boy, I would love to see that boy out there. Take a call. Well, we would take a call in a few. Uh, um, I feel like I hit every ball uh, pretty well tonight, and I'll put my head on the pillow uh, tonight, feeling feeling good about what I did um, this week and moving forward. How would you describe where your confidence is right now? Feel good. Appreciate them for cutting over to that music. Let's see what uh, they have to say. I don't know who that was speaking. You guys let me know who were speaking. Um, let's see what the AI says. Come on, AI. Jerry said he had some bomb dollar 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 news to drop. Was dreaming of Jerry passing to torch to his son. Mm, I kind of said that, you know. Uh, it would be good news for us for... Jerry and Steven, combo package, two for one. Both of them step down. I, I, that would be good news to me, but if Jerry is going to pass it over to Steven Jones and make a press conference out of it on a on a Friday, on a short news span, then that could happen. I don't see whether or not it's going to be a contract extension for Dak Prescott nor Amari Cooper. They just fiddle-faddling too long with this. Why make it a, a big deal like that uh, for those type of contracts? But neither here nor there. Let's see what they have. Three games in a row, three losses in a row, and all we can talk about is how much better the offense see. and the defense needs to play. And it's like, why aren't these guys playing and fighting for their coach if that's what they've done for ten years? Because they're not good. <laughs> see that they're not, they're not good. Or see, this is where everybody's fooling themselves because they're looking at this and saying, "Oh, they quit on Garrett," because they don't have an answer why they're playing so badly. That's the problem right now, is you're looking at this and saying, oh, they quit on him. They're not capable of playing better. They really aren't. Look at the way they tackle tonight. You think that, you think all of a sudden they're going to be able to tackle Cooper Cup next week? They gave up 31 points to a sure. pretty pedestrian offense. Sure. Is that me quit? Offense. If they quit, they're, they're just not good enough. 
That Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky, the run for 25, they had two or three guys had a chance to tackle him, didn't even tackle him, couldn't tackle him, mm. couldn't bring him on the ground. That's that's the problem. When you don't know the answer of why something is not right because you think it should be right, oh, they've obviously quit on the they've always obviously quit on the coach. I just think I it, think they're just not good enough. I just think if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it must duck. be a duck. And maybe the duck is that they're just not good enough. Maybe that it's That's what that to me that's what it really is. You know, quit you know, they they you look at the last drive, they're trying to they're trying to, you know, they they, they scored Amari Cooper, Dak made a hell of a throw. Amari makes a great catch. They tried the onside kick, but they... I refuse to listen to these guys when they say they ain't good enough. When you have Jimmy Johnson, who's more qualified, I understand validation is only good for parking. He said that this roster is a Super Bowl type of roster. And I listen to Jimmy Johnson, you see. And uh, it's up to that. And I know that the coaching doesn't, you know, run plays, tackle, and these sorts of things. But I would listen to Jimmy Johnson over what they're saying. Uh, the player's not good enough. Amari Cooper's not good enough. Hmm? Lyle Collins not good enough. Ezekiel is not good enough. Can I go on and on? You see, now, they're not coached to play well enough. I don't care what nobody says. If Shaq. I'm using this analogy till I, until, the, until the cow comes back home. If I drop a play for Shaq to shoot a three and he's not making them, he's not draining them, and I continue to have Shaq to shoot those threes and he keep missing, who fault that is on? Is that on the, Shaq's ability or that's on the coaching? That's all I'm saying. He's Cowboys fan. But you look at across the board, player to player, we've got a great, great, Team. Monty, oh, what's going on? Monty, 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 yeah. Monty. Appreciate that. You cannot. I mean, look, I, I am, I'm with you on blaming coaches, but yeah, let's just let's just not put this team in the same <laughs> sentence as the '90s team, and just move on. Yeah, that's that's just. I mean, I understand defensively. Matter of fact, I've been a fan longer than you had, Monty. I mean, my family had season tickets for 20 years. So, so I mean, makes, I, I so understand you know the fandom here. I'm from Come Dallas. I get it. Now. Come on now. But, you know, to, to sit there and say this is a good football team is, is not correct. This is one of the worst. I mean, this is on, one of the worst they, tackling teams. They must no question. This is one of the worst tackling See, games. people equate, and they're, and they're doing it on uh, the fan text here, they're equating uh, bad tackling to quitting. You're just not good enough. You're just... You know, they're talking about Cheeto. Cheeto's just not good enough to tackle. That's a problem. You know, Xavier Woods. Quitting would be too easy of an excuse for Cheeto. I've seen, I've seen guys quit when you don't even make the effort to try and tackle. Cheeto's just not good at it. Join the Dallas Cowboys in our fight. Forget as we help. You, so. So Cheeto is not good enough. My thing is, when you see you make your observation, you know that if Cheeto is not playing well outside on the edge, you flip that brother, you put him inside, you have him playing the the slot corner position, or you have him playing down as the strong state. Because me, in my opinion, I would say this, even at his skill set, if you look at the Colorado tape, you can say that they had this guy playing inside. They didn't have him primarily planned as the outside corner. 
Come on, you missed evaluation. Man, come on now. Now all of a sudden they flipping it and saying that it's the player's fault. Ron Rivera, DC Papa Rod upstairs. Mm -hmm. Garrett gone. Mar gone. Romo head coach. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. But Taylor brings up a, a question that is interesting. Uh, so Dak Prescott, this is a guy that was MVP level, not not Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, but there sure. until New England. Last yeah. three games have been not good appreciate for Dak Prescott. Not at all. Really so you. where are you, Brian Broaddus, oh, right I, now? I, in terms I, no, of I, you know what? I, I've gotten so many arguments, you know, on our network with with Jeff Cavanaugh and Gavin Dawson about could Dak Prescott be the type of quarterback that could throw it 40 What's 45? his ceiling? Yeah, what's his ceiling? You know, and I felt like, though, he had to have a running game. He had to have people around him play well. You know, all along I thought that. You know, but I've watched him play, and I'm thinking, you know what, maybe this guy can't throw the ball 40, 45 times a game. But but you know what, the last three weeks, and, and okay, take away the New England game. Ta uh, you know, take away that sure. game. But take away, look at the Buffalo game. Last two weeks? No. Absolutely not. So what so are you I, what are you doing with him contractually? They're gonna they're gonna give him the franchise tag is what they're gonna do, and they're gonna have to figure out if they're gonna have to figure out what they want to do with Amari Cooper. That's he's what they're gonna have he, to figure he's out. Not good would you enough. pay Amari Cooper twenty million dollars a year? <laughs> I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I don't think I can. You just traded a first round pick for him. You know what? <laughs> you know they made the trade to try and get this thing the right way. Don't chase bad money. If you know what Amari Cooper. I'll say this let, about let Amari him, Cooper. Let him go to another to me, team, it's yeah. been up and down now. You know why? Why are we trying to figure out why you're not playing well on the road? I love Amari Cooper to a point. That sounds funny to say it that way, but I, you know, to me, I think you're going to have to make some hard and fast he's, decisions about this team. He's a head scratcher. Like he's really good, but then there's times where it's like, how is yeah, he disappear from this? Is football it enough? Game? I mean, they, they've thrown some bad money at some guys. Jalen Smith's bad money. Mm. That's bad money right there. I, I'm afraid that we've already seen the best football of Jalen Smith's career. Sure. Absolutely. Trying to find tickets to football games or any other live event can be... Boy, I tell you, man. You give me Jalen Smith, I will have that guy not playing 50 yards from the LOS. I will put that brother real close. I will play Jalen Smith just like the uh, Bears are playing Kalea Mack. I will put that brother right on that line. Go after the go after the quarterback. I will use the aggressive side of Jalen Smith, not playing him out in space. Matter of fact, at this point, the way Jalen Smith moving his hips and clicking out there, I would get him out up out of the mic. That's coaching. But they would look at Jalen Smith and say that it's the player for. <laughs> I can't, man. I'm just gonna start taking phone calls. I can't listen no more. I give up, man. Shout out to shout out to Ari, man. I love him. Shout out to my guy Brian Broaders, man. I love him, but I can't listen to this. It is no more. Somehow Jerry Jones done slid some money into them and said, "Hey, uh, you gotta uh, switch this thing around." Because there's no way. Like I love those boys, man, but there's no way I'm gonna take this home with me. I can't. I can't. Especially after Jimmy Johnson said what he said about this team, and <laughs> I just can't. I just can't put all of the faults. Now Cheeto Wuzier not getting his head around to the ball. I didn't see a lot of missed tackles from a Wuzier. Most of the missed tackles came from number twenty-five, and the missed tackle came from, of course, Jalen Smith. But it's a story of a different day playing out in space or closer playing close to the LOS. That's a different story having the guy trying to backpedal and cover like he's a safety opposed to using his aggressive tone to bliss him off to the edge several times. Liquid, really appreciate you for making the donation to help grow the nation. Pay Dak Prescott 40 mil slash a year. He wants and Jason Garrett. 
I guess uh, shout out to you, man, for making the donation, man. Uh, the phone lines are now open uh, two one five two one uh, six eight two two one four four zero eighty seven. I'll put the number on the top of the screen. I really appreciate you all. We will take a few phone calls. Just let's not try to keep it too long. Uh, let's try to get everybody time to call in, speak of what's on their mind. And uh, man, had to leave from the station, man. <laughs> Jeez. Now all of the players are trash. Not some of them, you know. Five four zero. Oh, what's good? <coughs> what's up, buddy? Nah, man. Can't call it. Can't call it. Talk to me. Man, I, I just got one thing to say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was watching the Marcus Lawrence all night, mm-hmm. and that was a backup uh, right tackle. And he was one-on-one with him all night, and he couldn't do nothing. He mm-hmm. he was getting beat by backup right tackle all night, one-on-one. It was mm-hmm. like he ain't even trying, man. It, I mean, it's like he doesn't got his money, and, and now he's good. Yeah. It's like he ain't even trying. It, it's 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 he, it's either that he ain't even trying, or it's the whole defense is just done gave up. Yeah, it's 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 a, uh, a a pivotal moment. I would have to before I can say anything. And it did. D. Law did made some horrible plays uh, as it relates to that third and nine play. Uh, jumping off sides as the leader, the vocal leader of this team. I think that he should have been rooted in. He should have been more cognitive of that play and not give the Chicago Bears extra life. And that was a momentum switcher or changer. So he's not having his best career right now. I, I agree with that. And one can argue and say, well, Law, you shouldn't have paid D-Law, Dan. You know, you're talking about the players. You know, that's one of the issues there. But, you know, spill milk right well, now. Well, at, at, at the – at the time we paid him, though he was mm-hmm. he was worth it, you know. I mean, so you can't we can't go back in time because at the time when we paid him, he was unbelievable good. He was like uh, like Quinn, how he's been uh, rushing real fast. Right. That was like the Marcus Lawrence in the past. He would come in real fast, but he would come in with power and strength and just uh, you know go through guys. Yeah, like but but but, but but here's the thing. And all kinds of stuff. Here's the thing. He what what made me mad and upset about D Law, and this is what I said, and you guys can probably rewind some of the videos that I posted out there. He used his health as leverage. Remember, he said he would not get himself fixed up until he get a contract. And I was looking at it like, man, dog, you need this uh, shoulder fixed regardless of the situation. You see, and it's like you know, uh, you don't use your you don't leverage your health. But they was like, well, we're not going to budge until you, you know, get the soldier done. And it was, a, it was a whole mess. And by him not getting it done earlier, we see some residuals or some regressions from there, in my opinion. Yeah, and another thing, man, we need we need new coaches. I think we need a whole new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. That Because I was listening, they were saying uh, the players, the players, the players. We, if you look at our roster, we're the most talented team from top to bottom. Right. I mean, we got the talent. It's there. The talent is there. This is right. a very talented football team. They can't sit there and blame the players. Yeah, the players they they make they're making mistakes here and there, but the coaches I think is what's letting us down. We need a whole new coaching staff. We need somebody that can come in there and get them guys going. Most certainly, man. I really appreciate you for calling in. But hey, five four oh man, shout out to you, man. Appreciate you. All right. All right, thank you, brother. Salute, bro. Good call, man, from the 540 straight fire. 
Uh, we're going to keep it to like two minutes or so. But I really, really appreciate you all, man. Um, it's crazy right now. 706, what's on your mind? Man. Mm-hmm. Man, Law, I was trying to hang on to the Jason Garrett bandwagon, but I can't do it no more, man. I can't do it no more. It, it's, I saw a lot of bad football this year on my high school team, and, and I blamed it on the culture. And when you can't get the best out of your players, it's culture. Right. You know, <laughs> period, point blank, it's culture. It, it ain't just Jason Garrett. It's all of them. Cancer Christmas spreads, man. Father. It spreads, man. It spreads throughout the whole entire team, man. It's infectious. It's, yeah. it's like a bad virus. And I, I look at that D-line, and they light in the butt, man. Yeah. And teams and teams are spreading them out and, and, and gassing them. And the linebackers, you know, they're making, they're making us play in space. They're making everybody play in space, and they're exposing them. They, that's, that's all the Bears are doing. And I mean, the Bears are horrible. I mean, we need a big defensive tackle. And I know Robert Quinn, I wouldn't sign, resign him. Because to me, he can't stop the run. He got his 10 sacks, but they always run to that side over there where he at. And, and I mean, they get gashed on that side. Yeah, they do. And uh, You know, we, we we let the tough guys go like Damian Wilson and Anthony Hitchens. Uh-huh. Then I think we let the wrong people go and, and and paid the wrong people with these. You know, I know we gave Jalen his money, but I mean, like you said, he he need to be attacking. I I've yeah. been said that about Jalen. And, and, and the thing attacking. is with Jalen, um, not to cut you off, but he wasn't even crying about his money. He wasn't even said, "Hey, pay me." That's the thing. <laughs> I think he would have played for peanuts continually because if you look at it collectively. Yes, he could have been higher if he had a bigger season, but show me. Remember, we jumped the gun with Tyrone Crawford. Remember, we paid him before his time. <laughs> we we. Uh, Tell me. I won't. I won't. I I I, I take Rex Ryan. <laughs> I take Rex Ryan. Man. I take Rex. Yeah. At least at least we won't play soft. <laughs> Right, and he can keep Kelly more, and, and I guarantee you, he probably snatched the playbook out from him, and he'll say, "Hey, we're gonna run this rock with Ezekiel Elliott when we get into the red zone. Don't worry about anything else." We won't exactly, be soft. And, yeah. and, 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 and we need to draft a kicker. Going to draft my guy out of Georgia, Hot Rod. Going to get Rodrigo mm-hmm. Blankenship, and we'll yeah. be fine. Uh, or, or like my guy Vach would say, uh, throw a gun under the seat with him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and say, hey, he, he got a gun under the seat. Nobody touch him. And then we just pick him up for the free, free. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't have to get him before the fourth round, or he's going to be right. gone long before the end. <laughs> Most certainly, man. Salute to you, bro. All right. Uh-huh. That's from the 706, man. 559. What's on your mind? Salute. Yeah, salute, bro. You live on the nation. How's it going? Yeah, it's your world. What do you man. think about this game tonight, man? Uh, opportunity failed. That's if I can think about it. Uh, if I can put one word into context, shame. <laughs> <laughs> I got another question. Uh, if Jimmy Johnson was coaching this team, what do you think he would do different? And I'll let you go. Um, if Jimmy Johnson were coaching this team, just like my, the last caller talking about Rex Ryan, we won't play soft. We won't play soft. We'll have a, a strong determination, a clear identity of who we are. 
and I think that we will we will be more prepared. Darian Thompson, backup safety, leads the team in tackles and gets yeah, a sack. I agree. A defense Thank as bad as Detroit. Appreciate you, Should man. we Thank still be optimistic call. about the playoff? That's a good call from the 559, man. And shout out to the donation to help grow the nation. Stand alone, man. Yeah, Darian Thompson led the team in tackles. That's crazy. He had a sack, which was good. But he was out of place a little bit. His suspect in uh, coverage. 209, what's on your mind? Hey, check this out, man. Talk to me. Um, I, I know I've watched you faithfully. Um, actually, you know, you and West Coast and, and uh, one other brother, man, and I, I – Tuned, I tend to tune into you more. I think we kind of like think similar, but this is this is my thing here. Um, the definition of insanity is to continue to do the same thing over and over. I mean, this season is pretty much a wash. If 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 we want to at least try to you know make a little quick run, let's let Garrett go. We if we don't get rid of this kicker. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> he got to be gone ASAP. The kicker got to be gone, and I, I know, I know it's crazy to let the coach go right away, right now. You know, I, I know that everybody been saying that's the best shot, but do you think that if we let the coach go, kicker go, we can make a run? It, it all depends on where they can find that spark from, and. Uh, that's the that's the craziest thing of it all. We don't know because of the defense. Like Troy Aikman said in his uh, assessment, we don't we can't find like one area where somebody's doing something hot outside of maybe Kelly Moore, but he don't have enough experience to find the right calling the play callings as it relates to red zones. I can only imagine him being the head coach. It would be probably more of the same. So it's a wash for right now. Um, I hate it's to a say wash. I hate to say that. It hurts me, man, to even say it because next. If week, you really think about yeah. it, none of this is Garrett's AI fault. Speak right quick. Hash keep Garrett. Keem says keep Garrett, but it's been 10 years, though. And and it's just one of those things uh, from the 209. It's just one of those things where I just don't know. I don't know. What what, what, do, what are you feeling? Man, honestly, I mean, I'm thinking I'm thinking right now that we, we, we let, uh, we let uh, uh, our defensive um, um, guy out of Seattle, we just let him coach the team. Yeah. Um, and just and just see what happened, man. Let's just see what happened. We ain't got nothing else to lose. We already been embarrassed. Um, you know, these boys these boys ain't moving for Garrett. And they might not move for nobody, but let's take the chance. Yeah. I mean, that's a good observation there, man. I really appreciate you for calling <laughs> in, though, fam. Really appreciate you. All right, for sure, man. Appreciate yeah. your show. God bless. Amen. 209 was good, man, with the information for the nation, man. Call in 682-214-4087. I uh, really appreciate you all. It's 434. 434, open the door, man. What's good, man? What's good? Oh, you know who this is. 434, <laughs> coach in the house. <laughs> coach. Um, man, I tell you what, buddy. This is, uh, this is quite unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't know that I've lived through more crap than I've lived through this past year with the Dallas Cowboys, I, I, I just – I'm going to tell you, man, Jason Garrett has set it up perfectly, and y'all can think mm -hmm. what you want to. But the sucker goes out and kicks field goals in three consecutive weeks at times <laughs> where we should be going for it. So that guess who it falls on? Take a wild guess who he can look at, <laughs> at, at Jerry Jones and say, guess what? I put us in the in the red zone, but guess who couldn't kick the field goal? Mm. Okay, I, I'm just th listen. 
these pe- this I've got friends. I, listen, I'm a fan, but there's a fanatical ending to being a fan, uh, a fan at some point. Like you got to understand what you're looking at, right? And I'm gonna tell you this straight up: the undisciplined side of of our defense is not gonna be fixed by next week. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Listen, I I was so happy when Chris Richard came on board, right? But if you remember, it was about three years ago where Marinelli, they were talking about how Marinelli was having our team ripping the ball out of people's arms. Mm -hmm. They weren't having offside penalties. They were getting unbelievable sacks. We have completely lost all of that. Mm -hmm. Now, something else I've noticed, Chris Rashard, at the very beginning of the year, I mean, would get up in our dude's grill at the very beginning of the year. When's the last time we've seen that? We don't. It is something about... It's something about a dog that has a bite when he goes to the Cowboys and gets under under uh, uh, old Carrot Top. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, any any bite they had is gone. Mm-hmm. Bennett, where's that bite at? Where's that bite at that Bennett had? I saw him laying uh, down I, on the turf tonight. You saw him laying down? You know where that bite? <laughs> yes, sir. You know where that bite's at? They, they took his teeth. See, that's what they do. They get these guys in there, and they take they take any identity they have. See, there's a difference between us and the Patriots. The Patriots take our identity and give them one of a champion. You know what we do? We take the identity and we just we just smash it in the ground to the point where they don't know who they are no more. Mm. And I'm sick and tired of seeing players leave the Dallas Cowboys and have better careers somewhere else with less talented players around them than they do with the Dallas Cowboys. Preach, brother. Preach. And, and I, I'm I'm just I, I don't I don't uh, listen. This defense, this this dropping – you and I have had this conversation, man, we time did. and time again. Mm-hmm. This this dropping five, ten yards off the ball, I, I'm I'm tired of this bend on break. You know what? Jalen mm-hmm. Smith, any other linebacker in the NFL, would have been backing up and intercepted that ball that was caught on, in the end zone tonight mm-hmm. on him with his back turned. But you know what? We're always – there is never a chance that we're sitting there ever turned around trying to intercept the ball. When a woozy ain't had a chance to uh, intercept the ball tonight, he won't even try to intercept the ball. He was just trying to hit somebody. Preach. Jordan Lewis, you, you, last thing I'm going to say, you know why Jordan Lewis has been on the bench for so long and now the Browns out they had to bring him in? Because that cat don't play that crap. He says, I'm looking for the ball, I'm looking at a quarterback, and I'm getting turnovers. How many picks does that sucker have out of the five that we got? Three? Oh, my goodness. And limited snaps. <laughs> let's, let's think about that. Yes. Where, where, at what point does somebody's brain wake up and go, Hello, we got us. We got us. Somebody knows how to find the ball. We need to let him play. That's why he hasn't been playing. It's because he don't fall to this Chris Richard crap of of turning and looking at the receiver instead of turning and looking at the ball. How are you supposed to know where the ball is if you ain't looking at it? Mm-hmm. And, and last thing, I know I said last thing, but but I am sick and tired of these second rate grade a uh i mean grade two grade c grade d quarterbacks and tight ends coming and playing us and looking like they're pro bowl champions i I don't i don't i don't i don't understand it man i i I don't i don't i I can't i can't who who in the crap was that kid the tight end that had like 80 yards at the beginning of the half who was that guy? 80, 81, looking like an all star. <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? 
Yeah, well, coach, like I coach, said, coach, it, coach, it, it, coach, at times coach, where coach, we're trying, coach, you got to put your mm-hmm. application in, man. Do something, man. Like there, there ain't no application. They, they ain't, they ain't listening. That's the problem. You, you can't turn yeah. in the application to somebody that ain't listening. They Hello, listen. you already know. That's the problem. They not listening. Yes, they, 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 they got it figured out. And and Jerry, Jerry gonna die on that cross that he's hung himself on. Because he is he is damned, and I, I'll tell you this, man. You listen to Bradshaw before the game. He said, "I don't think I don't think Jason Garrett's going nowhere." <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm sitting there going, "I I believe you're right, brother. Yeah. I don't think that cat could do anything worse. He could lose the rest of the games, and we're still questioning whether Jerry Jones is going to get rid of Carrot Top Garrett." Oh my goodness, you're right. Appreciate you, Coach. Thank well, you hey, brother. Thanks, man. God bless you, man. Hey, man. See you next week. We'll hey. you next yes, week. sir. Salute. Good call, man, from Coach 434, man. Good call, man. Good material. I mean, fair and balanced, man. Yo. 561, what's on your mind? We are a billion-dollar organization. Let's act like it. Uh, Doomsday defense or get the hell off my team. Let's go. Romo had enough. Believe in Doc. Shout out to you, standalone uh, complex, man. 561, you live. What's good? Man, what's up, Lars? Jake the Great, man. Can you Jake. hear me good? Man, you you good, man. I, I can hear you on the road, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the road just leaving up out of Dallas, man. I thought I could have shut down and watch a good game, man. I'm so disappointed, man. I'm so disappointed, dog. Mm. You know, as a Cowboy fan, this part was one of the top, toughest we just been embarrassed three straight times on national TV, you know, and, man, I, I, I just don't understand how we let Trubisky look like Peyton Manning out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We let Jeff Driscoll look like Peyton Manning out there. Yeah. Every Everybody that's played us has looked like an all-star. And I'm wondering when is Jerry Jones going to snap out of it? You know, and just, you know, at this, at this point, Garrett got to go. He got to go, and Christian Shard got to go, too, because I don't understand that. You, 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 you're trying to get the ball back. It's third down and seven. You play 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. I just can't understand that, Law. Yeah, that, that was just devastating. They played so I mean, far back, man. I said, what, what is going on? Everybody free safety right now? <laughs> you know, and the only dog we have on that secondary – is, uh, is Jordan Lewis. And look how long it took for Jordan Lewis to play every time there's a pass against Anthony Brown is a catch. Jordan Lewis is our only chance out there. And for the rest of the season, I mean, well, let me name the dogs right quick. Jordan Lewis is a bona fide dog, right? You see that yeah. uh, when, when your boy is out there, Jeff Heath, he tried to be the dog. He tried. He's like a halfway dog, you know, the little dog. You see, but he would make you hit, make you pay when you try to catch it. But he's injured, right? Yeah. Then yeah. you have a guy who's trying to be a dog, but he's not a dog. Is uh, Darian Thompson because he can't cover, but he can hit sometimes. Man, you see? But he just sit there and blitz. And I, say that. I have a wacky theory. Hold on, I right think quick. Charlotte Jones, who is the head of the brand, has prevented this team from forming an identity. Yeah, and uh, we got a donation again from Ben, man. Let the AI speak. When they make those donations over five, man, it's just... Pay Doc his 40 mil year. Extend Garrett today. Y'all won't be good till Jones is gone. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) 
Hey, they paying money to have us this time. But go ahead. Um, I got Jake the Great. Yeah, man. Uh, that, Appreciate y'all. Darian Thompson. I understand he's a veteran, but get that man out of there and bring that kid Wilson in the game, man. You know, Cowboys are the only team that have talent but refuse to use him. Mm, I love Jake Wynn. Get his old slow butt off that field. You know, like, he, he, he ain't going to give you nothing but a third down to a, a third and one, and he's not even doing that no more. Uh, Jarwin needs to play. And let Damien, uh, uh, what's that, what's the boy's name from Texas Tech, the safety, Wilson, he has to play because Thompson doesn't want to tackle. He could have been tied to Trubisky. He tried. He's trying to be a dog, but he don't. He's not a dog. That's what that's going on. He's not a dog. Like (laughs) he's not one. (laughs) I I mean, we don't even deserve the playoffs, and it's sad that either uh, us Uh or the Eagles going to go in as NFC champ. But we don't deserve the playoffs, man. I'm I'm so scared about what the Rams are going to do to us next week, and I haven't been scared of anybody in a long time. I can see the Rams just whooping us. Our, our, I, I our biggest, our biggest hope, though, our biggest hope is that <laughs> I believe the that the Rams. I know I believe that that uh, golf he can't run. Now he did run last year in the playoff, but I think that he can't run consistently. You see, so I think that that's our 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 only hope that he can't run like the rest of the quarterback. He's not a running quarterback, and the weather should be bad, you know, because we, we at home. <laughs> he's not a running quarterback, but. The, 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 you know what I'm saying? The jig is up. The NFL just figured out, okay, Troy Aikman done put us out. Right. This is the easiest defense for a young quarterback, you know, to get some confidence in. You know, I just I just don't get it. The, I think the Rams are going to beat us, and I don't want us to tank just to get rid of Garrett, but something's got to change, man. And I don't think Garrett is going anywhere. If this game don't get him fired, and if Brett Maher doesn't get fired or get cut, I, I, I just, I mean, I just don't know. Because of the Cowboys, I'm driving the whole night. I was going to just, just just watch the game and go to sleep, wake up and drive in the morning. I'm so mad. I'm like, man, let me listen to the law and, and, uh, and, and you know, box, box couldn't even stay up to keep me insane. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I, I just don't know no more, man. You know, I just, I just want to say I appreciate you, you know. Being there, you know, supporting the Cowboys, and, you know, keeping me entertained through the night, win, lose, or draw. But, yeah, I just don't know anymore, man. I feel you, though, fam. Jake the Great, man. <laughs> Salute, bro. Be safe on the road, All man. All right, take it. Good call. Yes, it is. Uh, Jake, uh, shout out to those who make the uh, donation to Hebrew Nation. Uncle Dave, what's good? <laughs> what's happening, fam? Uh, yeah, it's like 11.35 here in Arizona. Oh, okay. I'm driving so, down the freeway nah. right now. So, uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, God bless you, brother, oh, my for goodness. turning that 105.3 off. I had to turn I, it off, I was getting sick of, you know, you know I, I hate to agree with brothers, but, you know, hey, okay, they didn't play good. The yeah. defense didn't play good. Mm-hmm. It's not that, they, that they're not good enough. It's not that they just didn't play good. And Jesse Holly got a lot of nerve talking about they ain't no good. Because if he was any good, he'd still be playing. True. That's that's the way I look at that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> defensively, I mean, defensively, the only way Dallas is going to make it any further is that defense. Defense, the players have to be focused. 
They got to be focused. I mean, they got to be focused. They got to work on their thinking mechanics. They got to work on all that, uh, all that mess. You know, you just can't mm-hmm. come, come in at half cocked. And that Tampa two, you got, you got to lose that mess. It, it's, it ain't no good. It, it's, it's, it's worthless. I mean, because you show them. I mean, you show them your defense. They're gonna play around it. Mm-hmm. And you see how they was hitting them in the flat all night. If, if anybody night. Googled Tampa 2, you would see exactly. Seems flats. That's how you play against yeah. it. And that's why it's the high school and middle school defense. It's just what it is. A lot of high school yeah. and middle school play that because it takes away, it eliminates the uh, quarterback to throw the deeps and the deeper thirds, the middle thirds, I meant to say. And it, it also plays, it's a solid base defense that a lot of teams use as it relates to 4-3 coverages. So that's yeah. just how it goes, and- you know. But you got, but you got, you know, but you got, you got to learn how to disguise that crap better, or stop using it, or stop yeah. showing it. And <laughs> if you do show it, you need to change it. You know, you need to change it up, change up the play or whatever. And that's what you know, Marinelli. He takes just too much heat for these guys. I mean, it, it's on them. The onus is on the player. It is yeah. not on the coach. The onus is on the player. The coach can only do so much. Right. The player has to be the one to get out there and play. And then it gets back to the on the offense analytics. Mm. It's all about that. It's all about that. And Garrett don't believe in it. Don't so in you it. don't believe if Garrett don't believe in it, then he don't believe in the coach. He needs to go. He needs to go. He, 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 you know, he, yeah, he needs to hit the road. And Maher definitely should have been gone. <laughs> Jerry just needs to stay the hell out the way. They just get out the way. So I hope the news is that him and Jay, I mean, him and his boys just going to step down, bring Jimmy Johnson in there, the, the head of operations, and let Romo coach that daggum team because he called better better game. <laughs> he called better game from the booth than he played out on the field. You, you see what I'm saying? And Rivera ought to be a you know Rivera will be an upgrade for Marinelli. Papa needs to just go up to the booth and sit up there. You know, you just, you just need to go up there. <laughs> but let me let me get off this phone. I'm gonna be doing some more um, uh, investigating of this game. But you know, uh-huh. they they just seen how uh, they got picked apart by the Bills. Mm-hmm. They had their chance with um, the Patriots, and and to tell you the truth, uh, two of them calls on them. They, they was BS yeah. calls. Yeah, but you know, if Jason Garrett would start using some of that. Uh, Sneaking this like Belichick and say, "Hey, you know what? They do this, they do that, right. and this don't get called, and that don't get called. You might get a chance, but you know that's kind of cheating, and which uh, refs should be calling the game as they see it, not be getting no pointers from the damn head coach of the team. Kind of, kind of stupid, you know. But I'm still, yeah. I'm still down for coaching that team. I, I, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. it. If you don't play, uh, I'll be like Parcells. You want to? You don't want to play? Then go." Warm, warm the bench with your ass, because uh, I, I don't need you. I'll put you out here. I'll get, I'll get fit, I'll get rid of you quicker than I got you here. Believe it. <laughs> Most certainly. Appreciate you. Uh, Appreciate you. Well, man. I'm out here because I got po- popo everywhere. See, I'm rolling up on him now. Uh, They're gonna slow down. Uh, All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, salute. <laughs> Dude, peace, yes, peace, love, and soul, brother. Soul. <laughs> yes, what I'm talking about, Uncle Dave. Man, that's, that's one of the sponsors there, man, for the channel, man. I really appreciate him calling that. Uh, the 210, what's good? Come on, get it in, 210, what's good? Yeah, you live. Hey. So, I 
I've been a Cowboys fan. I'm 20 years old. I've been a Cowboys fan for as long as I can live. Oh my for as long yeah. as I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never. This is a. I, I'm not even mad about tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm just extremely disappointed on how we played and just how everything was just executed. We shouldn't be losing to Trubisky. We shouldn't be making uh, Mr. Trubisky look like a like an off a, a pro bowler. He, he's not. Mm, he's he not. never will be. He, he shouldn't be. Yeah. It, it's frustrating. I feel you. Exactly, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. With, I don't know what's going on with that locker room. I, I don't know if they've given up on Garrett. I'm just, I, it seems like they they have. I want to think that they have, and at this point they're playing terrible. To hopefully make a change in the coaching and get a coach who can actually yeah. actually the spark with the team because you can tell it lacks leadership. It That's lacks the leadership to make a run, to win these kind of games, to put us over the edge, over the teams like the Saints, teams like Green Bay, uh, the Patriots, to put us over that edge. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can understand where you're coming from, especially you being 20. That means that Jason Garrett been some form of shape or fashion of this team when you was 10 years old, you see. And uh, now you're 20, you see, give or take when your birthday was. So um, it could have been, he could have been here since you was eight, basically. And you have only got a chance to see two playoff victories. And uh, both of those playoff victories by slim yep. margins. And, and, and it wasn't like something we can go on and have a battle cry on. But I can say this. All I can say is, man, just continue to fight, continue to support this team. But at some point, Jerry Jones got to realize he got to step back and let these people that he pick out and select to be the coach let them coach. And Jerry Jones can do all of what he needs to do for the pride of the glory of this team. But let the coaches coach. Pick out the right talent. Because he didn't use subpar or average people to build those stadiums. He didn't use an average company to build their workout facility. I guarantee you he went and took his time and got the best. And we as fans deserve to see the best out there as it relates to coaching as well. But I really appreciate you for calling in. Salute, my brother. That's the 210, man. He got it in, man. Really appreciate him. 20 years old. Hey, Miss Jackie, what's going on with you, Miss Jackie? Really appreciate you. Why don't you have a wrench? 601, what's on your mental? 601, Mississippi in the house. That's what I like to see. What's good? Oh, 601, call back. Please call back. All right. Uh, anybody else want to call in? 682-214-4087. That's the number. 601-951. Yeah, shout out to you, 601. What's good? Hey, man, my bad. No, nah, you good. I'm sorry about that call. Nah, you good. I want to ask, ask you this line. I want to shame those regulars. I'm, I'm down here in Hines County, down here in Mississippi. Hines County, baby. <laughs> I want to ask. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Jackson State, and you know, I went to Jackson State, so that's why I know Hines County. You know what I mean? D, I love, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 you right down the street then, my brother. Yeah. I want to ask you this question. How in the world does Gary not have the boys ready to play? We play the Saints. They score not, – not, they don't even score offensive touchdowns. 
we play New England, they score one offensive touchdown. Mm-hmm. How can the defense get up for those games, but then we get mollywhopped by the lower level offensive in the offenses in the league? I'm not oh. understanding. I don't I don't know how or why this team we play down to the level of competition and then we'll play up to the level of competition. But somehow with these meetings, when it's a six and six team or a five and five team, we don't know what we're gonna get, you see. And I guess it was split right in the half, you see. We played down to the level we well, we started off great, just like we did with the Bills, and then we folded up like a lawn chair. So I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't. I I, I can't, know, I can't, I can't one more question. Go ahead, talk to me. Listen, one more question. How do you feel about Urban Meyer being the coach? Because we, we would have some type of offensive identity. He's mm-hmm. coached Zeke in college before, and he will bring discipline to the team. I think that it's so important to have structure and also experience. So I believe, even though I don't think that he coached on a long, long level as it relates to the NFL, but I think the way this team is designed and his uh, understanding of what Ezekiel Elliott brings to the table will be a plus for us. It will be a flat-out plus. I think that he won on every level that he's been on, so I think that he would help this team out tremendously with this roster. And that he wouldn't have that love affair with some of the older players, you see. Because just like if you look, about, if you look back at it, the Carolina Panthers, that owner – didn't have the same love affair for the uh, co- head coach. So that's why he was able to easily say, you know what? I can't deal with average. We don't shoot for average here. You gone. Sarah So I think that's what well, I would understand. bring to the table. Yeah, I understand. I heard somebody in the chat say he's through college, but Urban Meyer has won everywhere he's been. Mm-hmm. And, and he's an offensive genius because the way – we look so predictable. You can tell if we're going to run the pass behind, we line up. When we break the huddle, you know what play is going to be called. Right, right. Like we done, we done got too predictable. But I don't want to hold the line of law. I love you, brother, and I love everything you're doing. Salute to you. Salute to you as well. And hold it down for Hines County, baby. Freeze. Oh, I got you. We down here doing it, man. <laughs> Salute, bro. Right. Yes, indeed, man. Good call from the 601. Always a pleasure listening to people, friend, from – my neck of the woods, although I'm from Adams County and Natchez. I had some stomping grounds down there and uh, uh, Hines County as well. Shout out to Jackson State. The I love my Jackson State old dear. Um, <clears throat> the phone number uh, is 682-214-4087. That's the number for the nation. Um, Whitten looked like Dez out there on the sideline. This is from Jackie. I agree, man. It didn't look good for him. You know, he's doing all that barking, pointing fingers, probably saying that this is going on, that is going on, this and that, this and that. Um, but in actuality, he looked he looked pretty slow to me. He didn't look like he was bending the corner, cutting the edge, ball bounced off his hands one game, a one pass, and these sorts of things. So we need to have some type of correction out there, and we do need to set the tone and the pace as it relates to veteran leadership, and we're not getting it from Witten. We're not, you know, and and he looked like he couldn't capture the edge and seal off the block, couldn't get off his block on one of them. Uh, so it's so many errors as it relates to the Dallas Cowboys and what they believe in after Jason Witten and uh, Jason Garrett as well. Throw him into the mix too. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, shout out to you, Chuck, uh, uh, for shooting out that information. Jalen Morris, uh, appreciate you. 602, you're live on the nation. Talk to me. 
Hello. Hey. All right. So call back 602. Um, Paul, what's good with you, man? Shout out to you on the Facebook. Appreciate you. Texas, Dallas, Cowboys News Headquarters. Really appreciate you. Standalone Complex. Really appreciate you for making the donation to help grow this thing. In my limited experience. If In my beat, limited experience, if you beat Bama, you're the one. Urban Maya. Sure, Urban Meyer, you know, one thing that we can say that he will not stall on Ezekiel Elliott, one thing we can say that he can utilize Dak Prescott a better than what we're seeing now. And even if he can keep, even if he can keep Kellen Moore as an understudy, I wouldn't say you just usher Kellen Moore out of the situation. Urban Meyer come in, he can ultimately empower Kellen Moore, and then he can pick out his own defense. Maybe, just maybe, he can go pick up a Rivera. He say, hey, come on, let's get this thing happen. Let's make it happen. Because that's what we're saying. Chuck Pagano, he was a head coach of the team that we just played against for the, uh, for the Colts. So now he's back out there and he's helped out the Chicago Bears. What's well, one glaring point that you can look at? And the game before that, uh, Leslie Frazier, he was a head coach at some point. He helped out the Bills. 803, what's good? No, what's how you doing, man? Oh, man, it's your world. It's your world. Talk to me. Man, all right, man. This is uh, calling, uh, this is Jacoby, man. Calling from um, Columbia, South Carolina, man. Um, actually, I'm at, actually at work, man. But, uh, man, I just kind of wanted to say, man, I was kind of still kind of the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. Um, situation man um probably just echoing what you've said other callers have said you know the whole fan base we're just tired of this you know mediocrity and um, actually i had a debate with a co-worker of mine um mm-hmm. at work and he would say basically it's the player's fault <laughs> and i say i say you know what man you know i had to walk away man you know because i felt myself being heated you, know, you, you, but... you were the bigger man the bigger <laughs> man always walk away but, but before you go into that sentiment was it Blake Drawing fault that he had that wonderful first drive series and all of a sudden we looked up and we saw him on the sideline hmm was that no, Blake Jarwin no. fault? <laughs> no, That's what you no, should say man. to your coworker. No. When you see him, I, just tell him, like, hey, was it Blake Jarwin fault that he played so well in that first series? Then all of a sudden the coaching staff said, hey, let's play a little politics. Know, let's put 82 out there. You see what I'm saying, man? You know, mm-hmm. and, and and it's like the whole thing. It's like, you know, and I try to, you know, explain to people, mm-hmm. you know, you can have all the talent in the world. It's like I, I got a 13-year-old son. Right. I can go out and buy my 13-year-old son a Ferrari. Mm. You know, he has no experience. He's going to go out there and kill himself, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it, the talent does not mean anything if you don't have the brains to operate it. Mm. You know, this league, you know, I guarantee you can put bring Bill Belichick in. Mm. This team will win 25 Super, Super Bowls. I guarantee it. Mm. I guarantee it. I guarantee yeah. it. One for one, Imano and Imano, match up, give me – match up anybody on anybody we have played before, you know, position against position, I guarantee our guys are better than them, man. But mm-hmm. we all we're always out of position. I mean you take um <clears throat> you see how they methodically attacked um my man Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith is not a coverage guy. No you know, way. you, you can mm-hmm. go back to this go back to this Notre Dame games. You know, he's a downhill person, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but they knew that is that's our weakness, so they, you know, did the right thing. They attacked that. It's like, but we never in turn do that to other teams. We never scheme anything, man. You know what I'm saying? And 
I'm just tired of these guys getting being exploited. You know, it, it, it's it's so shameful, man. Law. I don't have a lot of words for it, man. But mm-hmm. it's just so disheartening, man. You know, me being a fan for all these years and mm-hmm. just seeing this talent, another talented team. You know, just mm-hmm. going to waste, man. And you know, I mean, I, I just don't know what to do, man. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. Say I'm not gonna watch them anymore. The game. Oh man, yeah, we, we hooked guys. on this thing. You already oh, yeah. know oh, yeah. we hooked. Oh, yeah. Jerry, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Jerry sold us a used car, man. You know, so we got to drive it. But mm. I mean, but <clears throat> it just, I mean, but this goes back mm. to the coach, man. Right. It goes back to the head, man. I mean, it rolls downhill. You mm. know, I mean, even if it's the player's fault, then you need to get in there behind. You know what I'm saying? And there's no accountability I mean, gotta, with that, though. It's accountability, none. exactly, none. exactly. None. It's, it's you know no, I mean? it's yeah. none of that. None, none yeah. of it, man. I mean, I, I just can't, I just can't. You know, my my, my son had a couple in school and stuff. Like that. I just can't say, oh, I got, I got a bad kid. No, that's and, all me. And, I got to get him right. All, you got to get him right, even though I get him right. the, the, the <laughs> moment. And I got to say this uh, with with the Antoine Woods. It's not the fact that that what he did was so egregious, right? We all made mistakes when we was 26 years old. However, I look at it from the Daniel Ross situation when he had that situation to happen in Frisco. For it to not to happen just to him, but to happen to multiple players, you see, and I'm not trying right. to sully and denigrate marijuana for whatever you use it for. That's cool. Yeah, but right, still, right. but still, I'm looking at it like from a coaching parameter. I'm looking at it from a a rule analysis type of situation. I'm deeping into this thing because if right, you don't chastise you. your son, you see, and I got to bring it biblically a little bit. Come on, God, come on, man. God chastises on. those who He love, right? That's you see, right, that's right. and um, remember, Moses was a short, stubby guy. He said that he, okay. he wasn't qualified to lead anybody. And right. uh, uh, it, God told him, no, I'm going to tell you to get right here and you're going to deliver that speech. But he said, I stutter when I speak. And God told him who made your mouth. Huh? Come on, man. That's deep stuff. See, he chastised him because he thought that he didn't have the qualities. He didn't have the experience. But as a coach, you're supposed to be able to say to these players, hey, this is what I'm telling you to do. Be in this assignment. Be in this gap. Regardless of what you're thinking about. And regardless of what you're trying to say that you don't have the skill set for, if you play my style of defense, we will win. And to me personally, I don't think that we are getting this type of level of education for the nation out there as it relates to no. football play and acumen. No, We're not getting no, that. But, no, but but we'll no. look at it and everything and say, well, it's the player's fault because they're not able, you see what I'm saying, to execute plays. But I'm looking at it from a deeper analytical type of situation. Exactly, I'm looking at it man. from this situation where we don't have that driving force to be able to drive up these players to the next level. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it exactly. is. I mean, exactly, because, I mean, you look at what, 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 what does coach mean, you know? Right. So, I mean – Coach, you have to coach to, to instruct, you know, mm-hmm. and to get it and to get it get your point across, man. Heck, I mean, in my world, man, you know, you know, my line of work, man, you know, if you're not getting it done, man, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they come, he comes, he comes to that manager and say, hey, right. why, why, why is my product not out here? You know what, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then 
if you can't effectively get your message across, then guess what? You ain't my leader. You ain't my leader. I need to find somebody else. <laughs> I got to find somebody else, man. You know, I mean, it's it, it just what it is, man. You know, um, but I, I just don't know what this. I mean, I, it, it, perfect world, man. We wake mm-hmm. up in the morning. Jason Garrett, it's, it's gone. You know, I heard Troy said, you know, um, mm-hmm. who was qualified on this route. And I, I, I mm-hmm. get what you're saying, but sometimes right. I think Troy just kind of got some salt <laughs> juice in him, too. You know, I don't know what, what Jones did to him, man. But, dang, right. man, I hate we call our games, man. They so harsh, man. But, I mean, you know, but I, they need to spark from somewhere. I mean, mm-hmm. they need, they need to know that they need to know that nothing in this world is guaranteed and guess what? Your job can be gone. You can have your job today, mm-hmm. you can lose it tomorrow. Actually you can lose it today too, you know. True. I mean it gotta be some accountability, man, you know. I mean, um I, I, that's all I got, man. I mean Appreciate you know, it, appreciate man. You. And good appreciate call, it, man. man. And keep raising that king, man. He's thirteen years old. Oh, you keep know pouring upon that you know experience what? on him. He's yes, a sir. king. Yes sir. Raise that young yes, king, man. And uh, I, I let I him know right it, from wrong. Salute, bro. Yes, sir. Hi, man. Hi. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Cowboy Nation. Uh, good call from the 803-682. Call in 682-214-4087. Uh, we still in first place. Yeah, I see some people. And uh, shout out to one person that says wisdom is experience, not by age. Uh, 954, you're live. Talk to me. What's up, love? Oh, man. The sun and the moon right now. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, man. Me, man. Yeah, I'm going to say this, man. I'm going to say this. Yeah, I think, you know, Garrett is a lot of problems. We all know Jerry Jones is, too. But to me, I, it feel like, to me, the players, they like they trying to quit on Garrett. And also, another, one thing I got to say, I think that the type of defense we got, to be honest, the type of defense we got, it looked like it looked to me more like they got three, four players, man. Except they missing a big guy out the middle, mm. you know. That that's what it looked like because it, think about it. If you put Jalen Smith in when he get back healthy, um, Vander yeah. and you move Lawrence, yeah, you move Lawrence and Quinn as the outside linebackers. To me, that was like a three, four defense, man. Hey, hey, and they, just, they got just, a just, just to piggyback off of that, and just so people can have some historical. Excuse me, some historical data on that. Can you close your eyes and imagine Ray Lewis? Right, he was undersized. Right, he was undersized. Yeah, but he had Tony Saragusa in front of him. He mm-hmm. had Sam Adams, and I want people to use Google uh, to pull up their weight and pull up their measurements, and you will see, you know, how this ben- how that would benefit. Ray Lewis, because they didn't drop Ray Lewis out in coverage as much, and they had a Roman uh, safety, of course, and they had a thumper, and they That's had Madison right. on the edge and these sorts of things. But predominantly, or primarily, they had some big boys up front, and then they just didn't stop there. They went and said, you know what, uh, towards the latter part of uh, Ray Ray's uh, career, they went and got the other kid that they put inside who was really big. I forgot his name. It just slipped out of my mind. But they, they made sure. I think Haloti Nada, I think that's his name. So they kept yeah, reinf- yeah, yeah, they kept reinforcing their philosophy because they knew that you win the game in the trenches and you expound on that with Ray Ray. You see, with Ray Lewis, you see. 
and that's been that staple piece yeah. and they just keep on kept on recycling that throughout the years so that way when you looked at the ravens at that spell or at that point of, of, of that time frame you always knew that they're going to be about that work action they're going to shut down the run they're gonna shut that's down right that stuff. yeah 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 because everybody to me want to blame the linebackers yeah they part of the blame too but it's the it's the D line. He's not penetrating. He's not giving any penetration to the mm-hmm. line. And whatever quarterback, especially running quarterback, we face, mm-hmm. they um they just um they just stand in the pocket or they choose to run when they want to. And mm-hmm. then the linebacker, they got their back turned. Like I seen Jalen Smith had his back turned while you were running, and then Tabisky takes off. Yeah, he takes off every time. And another thing I'm gonna say before I hang up. I've been crying for Eric Berry. I know he hurt, but right. I feel like if we give him a if we give him a shot, what can we lose, man? Uh, Honestly, what at least he, he got his spirit. He, he, here's here's what happened uh, with Eric Berry uh, when his uh, Achilles regrew or what have you. It had a, a spur, a spur, a bone spur. I think it's a spur that grew over it, and uh, it's going to take corrective surgery in order for it to happen. They say it's going to oh, wow. regardless. You see what I'm saying? And either he can have the, re- the surgery and they're going to delay him or it's going to have to naturally pop again. And he just said, you know what, I'm just not going to have nothing to do, 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 do to it or what have you. Nothing surgery happened on it. He needs to have surgery, basically. Wow. Right, right. right. So, so I mean, he, can't even, he can't even move or nothing? Playoffs. We he talking can't move about around playoffs. or anything? I am just trying um, to win a game. Let me see. Shout out to Standalone Complex. Thank you for making the donation. Have a donation. Uh, say again, repeat for me, fam. I said he can't. He's not at the point that he can move around at all, like any type of way of moving on it. Yeah, he can move around like natural people, but he can't have no physical contact on it. He might be one of those oh, wow. guys, like like you know, you playing with your kids, you jump off a porch. He may be one of the yeah. guys that all of a sudden he jump off the porch and that and that spur is gonna snap up everything. He gonna need the surgery, Damn. so it's better it's better for him to go ahead and have the surgery, in my opinion. But you know that spur, okay. that spur grew up right there. You know, no teams are gonna take that risk assessment. It just, it's just a bad injury for him. Mm, 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 mm. Well, I, I, that, well, that, well, I understand that now. Mm-hmm. But what about giving um Jones number twenty six? Give him a shot from Green Bay. He was a top pick. Matter of fact, he was the second pick after a Wuzier in the same draft. Why not give him a shot? Um, unless you're gonna give him meat and potatoes, and you can put him in as the uh, Sam <laughs> linebacker, I think that his issue is that he can't cover out in space. You, if we seen, we don't like what we seen from Darian Thompson. <laughs> you would definitely wouldn't want to see 26 out there in space. But I would say at this point, dog, at least give us something else to see out there. But ah, it is what it is, man. He yeah. just can't cover, man. Yeah. I love his tenacity, but he just can't cover. Number 26. His name is at the tip of my tongue, but I, I can't even bring it up. Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jones, yeah. But I appreciate you for calling wow, in, man. fam. Really appreciate you for holding it down in, for the 954. Anytime, man. Salute, bro. That was a good call for the 954. We got 999 people in the house, man. Really appreciate y'all for tuning in. Oh, we got 1,000 people in the house. Uncle Dave calling back. What's good, Uncle Dave? What you at? I hope you ain't in trouble or anything. Talk to oh, me. No, I, I'm parked, man. I'm parked. I'm, okay. I'm parked. I'm, uh, I, I've, reached, I've reached my destination. You won. I had to call back because mm-hmm. Jake the Great and the coach. Right. Much love to him. 
need because they they come out with fire. They came out with more fire than that defense did. That's number yeah. one. On those two calls, and yeah. then yeah, and then uh, we go back uh, yesterday to the uh, a couple of days ago to the roundtable that y'all had, mm-hmm. and I was talking about uh, and I was telling uh, uh, Botch not to be hating on a Koye. So <laughs> I hope. I hope Puts the King is out there listening right now and got nothing but love for you, brother. We don't hate on you. I'm not going to hate on you. And, you know, next time y'all have that round table, I need to get in on this. Need okay. to get on, get in on it. Because, um, yeah, because y'all do be hating on Puts too much. <laughs> but shut up Everybody got an opinion. You just, but you're but supposed to take opinions. Uh-huh. You can agree to disagree. Yeah. You can you can do that. Yeah. You can yeah. agree to disagree, you know, but you know, but y- y- y'all hate on that brother too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> y'all oh, hate on puts, him too much. Fuzz be, but... be on that though, man. Uh but the, the thing is with Fuzz, I, I understand what he's coming from. Uh but he but he's he said that we stuck with Dak Prescott and at this point, man, we can look at it from A to Z and say that. But I, I just look at Dak Prescott was not the real reason why this team lost tonight. I, I just, I just no. have to look at it from the defensive side of the ball. But Dak Prescott, do, should he play better? Yes. Should we wait oh, to yeah. the fourth, or the third and fourth quarter to pass the ball down the field better? We, we should see that throughout the entire game. But I, exactly. I got, I got to put some of this thing on on the head coach and some of this stuff all over the uh, offensive coordinator being his his rookie year for crying out loud. And then sure. we got to look at this defense. We got to put blame sure. and spread it all the way around, though. You see, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be a grown ass man, and you got a mm-hmm. a tenth grader for a freaking uh, offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't you ain't getting no, you ain't getting you're not getting you're not getting anywhere. You're yeah. not getting anywhere. And I'm still, I'm still pushing for Rivera, and just need to bring him in. Mm-hmm. Just need to bring him in right. and put Papa Rod up there in the booth and let him sit up there in the booth. Let him sit up there in the booth. Mm-hmm. But Garrett, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think the brother's on his last leg. But from you know, but from the top down, right? Yeah, they, they need to rethink. They need to rethink their strategy or, or something. The Rams, uh, yeah. We're gonna beat the Rams, but mm-hmm. by like two points, probably. That, that's the victory yeah, we, that we need. There, we need a, a, yeah. a tight victory to pull this team together, and uh, oh, they need yeah, to have exactly. some type of momentum. I don't know uh, if you think about it. If you really think about it, everybody's saying, and and I was looking at it. I was thinking about what they were saying that when you look at the team. And you will say that there's really no bright light that you can point out as far as the other contemporaries as it relates to the coaching staff. But I looked exactly. all the way back when they fired Wade Phillips. Huh? Mm-hmm. That offense wasn't really the bright spot either. And they made no. Jason Garrett. And then all of a sudden, that's when people said that Jason Garrett all of a sudden was calling different plays. Couldn't that uh-huh. be the same situation in the scenario with the defensive side? Because the defensive side of the ball, uh, the first – Three or four or five games, the defense looking like they was the really t- the real deal holy field. So it could be sabotagery on the actual defensive side. Not saying that I'm just speculating, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> it, it, it could be you know eleven defense and the oh nine defense was was, was good, right? You know, <laughs> you, appreciate you, Uncle Dave. I think I'm losing you a little bit though. Well, you know, Awuzie just needs to be uh-huh. working, working on turning his head around. You know, but yeah. he, he he tried his best to stay in the game. And uh, that Darian Thompson, mm. uh, was forty eight, correct? 
Give me number 40. Uh, Darian Thompson is number 23. 20, 23, 23, uh, 23. Yeah, 23. His number used to be 27. True. And he used to be a giant. See, yeah, you, y'all don't remember that. Yeah, he used to be a giant. Now, if the Giants couldn't do nothing with him, what was he out there on the field for? But, but let me let me let, 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 me, let me educate the nation a little bit. He's mm-hmm. from Boise, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's from Boise. Just because though. he's from Boise, don't mean, mean that, that he can still play. You know, if you ain't got it no more, you ain't got it no more. Yeah, you ain't got indeed. it, you ain't got it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Jordan Hipparker Lewis, he needs to stay out on that field because that's the only dog tonight. He was the only dog yeah. tonight. Yeah, you know, the only dog. <laughs> you know, there's there's contenders and there's the pretenders. Twenty seven is a contender uh-huh. and twenty three is a pretender. You know, that, that's all. That's all there is to it. And I did put out a um a little uh what the heck was it um a, a something in a super chat about um about the seventy nine team going uh, going to the playoffs. Are you the last about two the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah, the Seattle Seahawks, they was the last one to go, and they went all the way to Super Bowl. So, you know, there there is some hope, but, you know, you need to open that playbook up. And on a yeah, defense, they need to open that, that playbook that, up. That, that was Pete Carroll, I believe. I don't think that they went to the Super yep. Bowl, but but I think that they went deep into the playoff. They knocked out – this is what I think. That 7-9 team knocked off the Saints that year. Uh, yeah. I could be wrong, but I think they knocked off the Saints that year, 7-9. and nine. And yeah. uh, that was the spark or the birth of the Legion of Boom. And you had Pete Carroll. Yep. You had a young team. You had a guy, uh, Marshawn, uh, uh, that was just nasty with running the ball. Yep. Yeah, they had a lot of high hopes. And then the next year, yep. I think that's when they drafted uh, 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 your boy, Russell. Yeah. yeah. See, now, uh-huh. you know, that, uh, you know, getting freaking um, – now they kind of wish they had got uh, – um, Got the old boy from Seattle when he left. They kind of wish they had a guy. <laughs> Which one? You should have got old Earl, Earl Thomas. Oh. Should have got him. <laughs> should have got him. Now you wish you, you had a got him. Now you're stuck with Darian Thompson. You, you, you're you stuck with him. Yeah, and, Donovan, and, and, Donovan, and Donovan, he needs to get out there on that field. They need to put the kid out on the field. Mm-hmm. They need so Donovan Wilson. Yeah, they need to put that kid out on the field. But, you know, and just cut bait. You know, they need to mm-hmm. cut bait with, with Thompson, cut bait with Maher, because he ain't doing it. See, that's, that's Jerry. You know, I ought to drive all the way up there, talk to Jerry, say, look, man, let me <laughs> let me bend your ear a little bit, old man. It's like, yeah. damn, listen, you know, you ain't got you ain't got too much more left in the tank, man. You need a, you need a Super Bowl. Let me, let me show you how to do this. No, but, you know, and the Jimmy Johnson thing, they need to start listening to Jimmy. They need to start listening to him. But, you know, Oh, habits die hard with Jerry, and he, he still ain't gonna bury that hatchet with the man. But you know, you got you got to do it. But uh, but I've said enough tonight. Let somebody else make a phone call. I'm going to bed. Salute, I'm bro. tired. Salute, bro. I'm, I'm going to let this stay roll for a couple of more minutes, and I'm going to be right behind you going to sleep myself. But really I really appreciate you. Drink you, water. Drink water. Drink water. Drink water. Don't, make don't sure you're getting good. that H. H quality yeah. H2O. Yeah. Make sure you're getting that quality H2O there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And say, Who that? Who there? <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> I'm going to bed. All Salute, right. Deuces. Much love to you. And as always, I've spoken to nothing but the best. best. Salute.
Good call from Uncle Dave, man. Holding it down. Y'all drink your H2O, quality H2O. It makes your skin smooth, make your teeth white, you see. Drink enough of that. Uh, 971, you're alive. Talk to me. Oh, what's going on? Oh, man. Your world, man. How you feeling about this game? Uh, oh, man, it was ugly. Ugly, 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 ugly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when, I, when I was looking at the game, really, I was like, hold on now. They don't have another running back. Mm. And they didn't bring in um, the boy from Ohio State in. Ohio State, Ohio State. Yeah, Weber. Oh, yeah, he could have brought yeah. him up for the practice. You know I what? I was like, why did he bring Weber? Uh, I was like, wait. I didn't even think about that. that. Yeah, I'm like this. All right, this is this. They knew Bala wasn't gonna make it tonight. Mm. They waited all the way up until a few hours for the game, and they saw, and then they had a, 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 I can't do it a Wiley game. I can't turn my head around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, Zeke is doing all them carries, and ain't got nobody to back him up. And you would think that, you know, he backed, well, number, uh, I guess, I don't know what number uh, Weber is going to wear. But you would think that they would have did that, though. Cause I think he wore number yeah. 40. You would think that at least he backed him up in Ohio. You would think that you at least bring him in. Oh, you you, you put me on to something that was maybe, like, now, wow, now, you me, now you making me mad. God, though, Wait a minute. Let me ask you a question. So Zeke, so Zeke get knocked out concussion. Or anything, you 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 got a Wally in the game mm, to run a ball for you? Oh my goodness, you speaking too much. Oh, you so did you, Why did you bring this, this to me, man? <laughs> so this is so this is a dysfunctional team. Oh my goodness, ran by a dysfunctional owner and a dysfunctional coach. That's what I said when they let Jason Witten come back. I knew that there was going to stop a progress of the whole lot of things, and then you know what? What really ticks me off. Is that I, all these players we got on defensive line do not have no speed. Ain't nobody young up there, but hell, mm. we ain't got nobody young up there. No, so these last, so these last four, three to four years, we did not work on the defensive line at all. We we got Taco, uh, maybe one more players, but everybody been old, man. We ain't got no players up there to get in the whole game. We've been playing a whole um, move that night. Uh, uh, Lawrence, and we've been playing uh, Hyder, uh, 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 58. Oh, yeah, man. Malik and all that. Yeah. It, 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 man. I was like, man, we did not build this defense up. And then you and then you went got um, Vanderich, but then he's going to miss the, the harder the whole schedule. Mm-hmm. So now you don't have no studs out there at linebacker. Man, and then you don't, and then you don't get, and then you don't draft the stud tight end. Well, 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 hold on, hold on. We 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 passed on uh, Kittles, and my guy Jay yeah. let everybody know we passed on Kittles. We picked up Ryan right. Switzer, and then we realized yeah. that Ryan Switzer, although he fumbled against the L.A. Rams, he redeemed himself with the Redskins. 
we said, mm-hmm. you know what? We're gonna get rid of we're gonna get rid of Ron Switzer for a Jahad Ward, who is a pretty much yeah. a guy that was a one gap guy who was uh, yeah. playing subpar at Oakland Land, and uh, we got yeah. rid of him because he couldn't beat out the guys, and now <laughs> we don't have nothing. You see, <laughs> but see what I'm what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, so what I'm saying is everybody is mad and everybody is pissed off right now because look. Uh-huh. Look what it's coming down to. Death and then talent on the defensive line and linebacker spot. Because we know our offense yeah. is going to be decent, but we don't have two receivers to help back out. And, and here, here's another thing that I want people to understand and realize. If that was Kittles and Blake Jarwin all game, you know that pass right. across the middle, that little tiny uh, – and I, and I like Randall Cobb, but elements is elements. He's only five foot right. nine and a half, right? But why they he ain't gonna him, be able to catch that regardless. Why they bring him back though? Why they bring? Why they? Why they? Why they bring Cobb back? And why, why they let Cobb come in and then let Austin come in? They can't stretch the field and they ain't got no super speed. I would have kept. I would have kept Cobb. Austin, he looked like a shell of himself, and, and, and I would have kept Cobb out there, and I would have kept uh, Jarwin out there the entire game though. The Cobb have a catch tonight. Cobb did. Cobb caught a good little pass tonight. I did he have a catch last week? He had a catch last year, but yeah, yeah, we did he, good. He showed two flashes in two games this season that I saw. True, true. That was it. True. And then number eighty-three, and number eighty-three that caught that touchdown at the uh, the last touchdown in the last game last week. Ventel Bryant. Number eight. Foot, that boy got speed. Now that boy bad. Yeah. That boy bad. Now I want him on the field. Look, you answer your own question. Why Jason right. Williams on the field? <laughs> That'll be the uh, conclusion of why Van Tail is not. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. You see, that, that's like yeah. a conundrum, you know. Yeah. So everybody is wondering. Everybody's like, oh, man, this is poor. We're ugly. We can't stop nobody. Go back and look at the draft. Go back and see who's running the draft. What they're doing. Yeah. And like I told you about that Amari Cooper pick. You like him, but I think yeah. that could have been on a receiver, another receiver or a linebacker. Well, you could have got D.K. Metcalf think... before Tristan Hill. <sighs> Tristan D.K. Metcalf got 600-some yards, six close to 740 yards. I don't think that Amari Cooper worked, worked out because he's been having injuries for the last three years. And I told you last week that uh-huh. that this that this that this that that pick has hurt us because we ain't got nobody. We got to the show for it. I mean, he's not. He can't make it through the season. He's, he's stumbling through every game, you know. But, but my, he, only, my, only, my, only, my only thing is, if you don't have Amari Cooper this year, and you'd have picked up probably wide receiver would have been first on your radar uh, with the yeah. first pick this year. Who would you would have picked up? You see, they would have picked up a wide receiver. I would have got me a stud, a stud receiver, a stud you tight end. What, what I'm trying to lament uh, to everybody, but what I'm trying to lament is that right now DK Metcalf was sitting right there for you. You see, D- DK Metcalf, who we play for? He played for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. You see, oh Metcalf, yeah, you're right, yeah, and yeah, he's he, yeah, yeah, yeah. We passed on yeah. him for Tristan, Tristan yeah. Hill. I don't know who Tristan Hill is going to be next year. I don't know how right. he's going to play. I think that oh, Tristan Hill might be that dog next year, but I don't know. But in reality, the historical data doesn't support what I'm saying. So it's just a wash right now. A Warren Thorne here would have did a little bit better for us. A Taylor Rapp, who we going to face next week. 
He's right. going to be <laughs> – look, Dak Prescott, those late passes off of those curl and comeback routes. Oh, right. I guarantee you this brother from another mother rap going to be there. Hmm? And I guarantee you that that right. other defensive back is going to be there. Uh, 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 yeah. Although everybody talking about uh, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. 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 So, so, so it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, bro, man, I really appreciate okay, you, man. man. Thank you for tuning in right, to man. the nation. Salute. Okay, thanks, man. All right, get ready for the Rams. Look like ready. Hey, wait a minute, is Jason Garrett going in the morning? <sighs> you find out. I think Jerry Jones is stepping down. I think that's the news. Yeah. But so I'm gonna I'm throw a party. I'm gonna throw a party and drink nothing but diet coke if, if Jason go in the morning. My, my, my brother, I'm gonna go find me. So I'm gonna go buy me the Johnny Walker. I can't afford the blue though. I can't afford the Johnny Walker blue, but I'm gonna go find me some Johnny Walker, the dark kind. It's, it burns your chest when you drink it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy that if Jerry Jones step down tomorrow. But right. Salute, but salute, bro. Okay, man. Salute. Yeah, the Johnny Walker. I can't afford the blue label. But I will give me some Johnny Walker in the spirit of Jerry Jones. I think either Jason Garrett is, step, is gonna step down, forced to be, he's forced to be stepped down, or Jerry Jones. Three three seven. What's on your mind? Three three seven. What's good, man? Look here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the call, the caller that just got off, man. Uh, he was he was dead on on the nail with everything he said, man. And uh, you know. Uh, once again, man, we we have a, a coach that. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before you go into your soliloquy, are you saying he's dead on with us not picking up Amari Cooper? Are you not saying that Amari Cooper? Are you saying that Amari Cooper is is the issues right now? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I, I, good, good, I, good, 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 good. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, uh, it's just the lack of leadership mm-hmm. from the from and and and, and we talking about above the players and. The coaches are not being held accountable. If they are, we don't know that. Well, let, let me let me just digress in that. Mm-hmm. What I'm what I'm saying is that uh, put Jason Garrett, Rob Marinelli, put mm-hmm. put them on a plane, man, and send them on vacation. Because <laughs> I do think Chris Rashad is capable of coaching. We don't know how much control he has. You know, we don't know how much his philosophy that he's actually implementing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and uh, for my fellow cowboy fans out there, man, look here, we ain't gonna, we are not about to to waver. You know, anything can happen, man. You know, uh, you know, everybody is saying, well, there's no magical light switch that can turn on, but. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. I see I, I see the players that are like you named them that are the dogs you know that's that that's ready to fight mm-hmm. you know and uh, I just don't think that the personnel and I've said this to you before man uh, I just don't think the personnel is being being utilized mm-hmm. period I mean we got uh, Tavon Austin. But we we running a, a a route out there, man, with our tight end. And, and granted, the, the the young tight end, he's gifted, man. But come on, man, mm-hmm. you know. And and it was just so much on the field that I was seeing, man. Like Ezekiel, Ezekiel. Um, so like when we we were down, we come out with a running play 
when we know good dag doggone well, we need to try to pass this ball now because we're the game is literally out of reach. The running, you know, and we try to run Zeke on first down. He 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 doesn't get any yards. Um, and when he did get yards, he carrying the ball in his hand like it's candy, you know. <laughs> and I'm yeah. I'm like, no man, this is coaching. This is. This is like situational football. You know, we have to hurry up, huddle, get on this ball, snap it. Let's try to put something in the end zone within two minutes. We, I think it, we had like what, outside of four minutes on the clock, mm-hmm. you know, when we had the ball. And I'm just looking at this, and I'm going, but listen, man, I'm in, I'm in, and I don't want to give them no, no uh, a right. free plug, but I'm in BFW, Buffalo Wild Wings, man. And I got haters all around me. Wow. And you know, I'm I'm just fighting through all of this storm. I'm listening to this nonsense that's going on, man. And you know, I'm just like, man, who? What, our kicker? Oh my God! Our kicker kicks. First of all, he mm-hmm. kicks the ball out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. You know, and. Then when he tried an offside kick, I'm like, what kind of offside kick is this? You know, mm-hmm. I, and then we tried the, the offside kick again. <laughs> I'm just like, man, what in the hell are y'all doing at practice? Mm-hmm. Like, like the, these are fundamentals that a kicker should know how to at least attempt to do uh, onside kicks. Bruh, it was... And I got these haters in my ear. They like you, Aiden. Aiden, they like what's going on with your team, dog. What's going on? And I'm like, look, man. Let me tell you like this. I said this is what they need to do. Break they down. need to get Michael Irvin. They need to get Michael Irvin in that organization somehow, somewhere, because he brings that brimstone, that fire that can ignite people. He he will call out a quitter when he sees it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Number number two, they need to they need to go ahead on and not just Michael Irvin. They need to get Troy Aikman in 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 that offensive uh, circle somehow. If if Troy wants to be ahead of it and still have you know uh uh uh, uh, Kel- uh the young uh, right now, man, I got brain fart. Uh, you know, keep everybody, but but get Rob Marinelli out of that man. You know, yeah. Uh, but 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 here's the thing, you know, when you, when you're talking about uh, players and and the asset that the players have versus uh, former players uh, being the coach, it's 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 one thing to see them all passionate, boisterous on TV, but that voice after a period of time becomes faint and faint because. I don't think that Michael Irvin would have the temperaments to really keep the plays and all this thing going. It's the same with Troy Aikman. They would still be first-time coaches, and they'll have some uh, inexperienced as well. Although they played dynamically, you know, when they played in the 90s, I just don't think that that would be the best call for our beloved Dallas Cowboys. We need to get what? a seasonal coach out there because Jerry no, Jones no. – yeah, Jerry Jones didn't pick no average or no uh, – 
blabbermouth to build these stadiums. You see, he went and got some experienced right. people that right. he pulled up, and he can he was able to look at their you know previous works and these sorts of things, and he compelled or put a team together so they can build his three point five billion dollar stadium, so they can build that three points whatever billion dollar workout facility. So I'm thinking that well, that's the same issue that we've been having all of these years. The Dave Campos of the world, the the buddy buddy system, as it relates to bringing in people that he think that he can be his friend to coach this team, opposed to going out there doing the hard work and getting somebody with true experience. Outside of Bill Parcells, we've been we, we've been in this situation of uh, coaching right. on the slide of, of learning. You know. Well, what I was well, what I was. Well, what I was saying, and 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 I I understand what you're saying, but I'm not saying make Michael Irvin a coach. A coach, coach. Per se. Okay. No, no, no. I'm saying a position coach, meaning, uh, you know, working with the receivers, uh, the little things, and just just maybe not even as a a uh, 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 overseer of just seeing what the little things that these guys aren't doing, you know, and when the, like. I just don't understand what the kicker is doing. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> well, 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 before I let you go, bro, uh, here's what the kicker is doing. You don't come. You don't become the 32nd place special team by mistakes, right? You don't become yeah. the, the 31st or the 29th overall, whatever we are by mistake. Is uh, fundamental of coaching and it's just experience. And to me personally. Keep O'Quinn or whatever his name is. Uh, he don't have the necessary uh, 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 experience. He just don't. And and we try to make shift this thing, try to cut corners, and we are being exposed by it. It's three phases to a football team, and tonight we lost based on, from what I can see, uh, we was put in in a bad situation from the special teams phase, and and that's the reality of it. And coaching, head coaching. Uh, should be able to identify with those right. issues and point it out four weeks ago or five weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. he definitely, you know, and, and it just goes back to his ineptitude to lead men. And and I think, and I'm going to leave you with this, yeah. but, but, you know, I just use my military experience, man. Talk to me. And when I, when I tell you, man, when I, when I went to war, I went to war with 52 guys that I went to basic with. Mm -hmm. These guys, we went to basic, our AIT, and we went to Desert Storm. And when I tell you, man, look here, bro, it was nothing that I wouldn't do for these brothers mm -hmm. that I had gained their trust, their respect, and their honor. And, and you know, I just don't see Jason Garrett. Like, we had to have this speech, you know, um, and – we were getting ready to go over the burn in Iraq, mm -hmm. and I got in the I got in the hub because we had a captain, and the captain he hadn't been with us long, and I got in the the center of that huddle after the captain talked because I I just felt like mm -hmm. he didn't quite say the the things because he didn't know these guys like I knew. right like you knew them yeah Roger you know and I said look man. I said, I know you love me, and I know you wanna, you wanna, you wanna protect me and have my back. I said, but look here, man. If I should fall, I do not want you running up to save me and get yourself killed. Mm, okay. I said we got a mission to complete, 
and I just need you to complete the mission. That's how you can honor my life. Mm-hmm. You get me? Yeah, so I said, when we too. go across this burn, I said, anything that moves, it's done. You get me? Right. It's done. Don't think about it. Don't second guess yourself. You know what we were told to do. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, look, I'm going to see y'all if we take care of our business and if we do what we got to do, I will see you on the other side of victory. There you go, man. That's man. I appreciate you what you do for this country, man, or done for this country. And uh, that's that's very deep because we talking about an entertainment game. You talking about real life, life Roger. and death. You talking about Roger. life and death. And we that's what a lot of people fail to realize. People like you are the true heroes. People like you are what we should be standing up at uh, 1.32 in the morning talking about, you see. We should be glorifying the soldiers. You see what I'm saying? Those who put their life on the line. And, uh, and my father, you know, same person. Yeah. Uh, he, he put his life on the line, fought out there in Desert Storm, you know, although, he, you know, he retired now. And, you know, he but he instilled those same type of similar things that you're talking to me about, that those life lessons that I can apply. And I share some of those things to people in the chat. Man, I really appreciate you, man. Putting your yeah, life on the line. This is only entertainment. They look, look. These guys will go home to billions, well, millions of dollars. And we ain't yeah. <laughs> right, and you can barely get a, a, a checkup, an appointment. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. And so, I want to tell you one really thing. Uh, one you. last thing, man. Yeah. You, you not only you so good at what you do, man, but you have a, a power, and I don't know where God gonna take you, man. But you know the word, and I love how you always implement him in everything you do. And that's the last thing I got to say to you, my man. Oh, man. Appreciate you, man. Get some rest, man. And I thank you. I thank you from, you know, from the bottom of my heart, man. Salute, bro. You too, man. Salute. All right, that, that, that's that's the last caller for the night, man. Nobody can top that caller, man. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to grind. Let's continue to shine. We're six and seven. Yes, it looks bad right now. And trust me, there's nobody that can say they're more mad and upset than me right now. I know several 